Hey, we are here. It is Des Moines and Fallout episode three, and we are back. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, let's we're gonna keep this intro pretty brief because we wanna we wanna jump into the action with uh with Mr. Keith. So uh, start starting off. Uh, man, what are we what are we doing these intros? It's been so long. Um, right, brand new endeavor. Yeah. It's, no idea. Twenty twenty has been weird. Uh, so I guess uh, we're back. Uh, we will have our little narrator uh, walk us in. But before we get into that, let's just do like a really, really, really quick like, what have people been up to? Uh, mostly because I I want to share that I'm moving to Iowa and that is super exciting. And I got a call like an hour ago. So I don't know. Most people don't Woo. care. But I'm gonna be moving up to up to Johnston. So Woo. shit is uh, exciting. Life milestones, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The it's been so bustling many metropolitan been hub of uh, yeah, suburban Iowa. Oh yeah, super exciting. <laughs> it's I mean, fun, it there's I'm sure as much going on there as there is in downtown Iowa right now with COVID. So you're right. Yeah, that would be correct. There is nothing. All of the right. best venues are closing. Uh, yep. Everything's getting canceled. Uh, Rip vaudeville muse. Oh God, heartbreak. Yeah. Ah. What is that? I heard about it, but I don't know what. Oh, it was a really great and nostalgic uh, venue in town yep. in a really great old building with gotcha. really disgusting, divey floors. Is it at all similar to the social club from? Earlier this year, um, last year, kind of. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's more. So it's just a venue, um, and it was. Gotcha. Okay. I, I feel like every cold. few months I hear about something like that closing down an island. I don't know if that's just because COVID or just because shit's changing, and you know. Yes, probably both. Yes to both. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, most a lot of COVID at this yeah. point. But. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm very curious what the world looks like a year from now. God, I hope we're done in right. a year. Jesus Christ, I hope right. we're done in a year. Good, good question. Uh, uh, yeah. What, I don't what's know that open, anyone What's closed? What, you know, because I've heard who new businesses are opening. You know, yeah. Who made it through and then what new businesses are starting, which Who's I have getting out, bought is, out by who is my question. Because right, I think I a lot of these venues. Speaking Live Nation. Of things getting bought sleeping. out. Bethesda, who makes Fallout and stuff. Oh, yeah, I did Microsoft. see this. I have mixed feelings about that. <laughs> I have I, very mixed feelings. I it could be really, really good. It could be really, really bad. Um, I'm leaning towards good because I've heard interviews from other developers that are under mm-hmm. Microsoft. Like the day that the Xbox leak happened, uh, Phil Spencer was messaging some of the Wasteland. I think it's Wasteland. The Wasteland guys about a bug that Phil Spencer found, and this was the day of the Xbox leak. Oh, so. Mm-hmm. It's telling that they uh, give a shit. Right. But yeah. Good stuff then. Good stuff. So my, my hope is it's good. I mean, it can't be worse than Fallout 76. Let's be real. Uh, we're, making, oh, we're making a Fallout yeah. game, but that, that game was not good. That was an extra hot turd. I, I kept meaning to like pick it up just to see how bad it was. Just because, yeah, I, I mean, it looked I fun. tried it. It was fun for a night or two. Yeah. Um, the most impressive thing, the best thing about that game Best thing by far. It's no one else has ever talked about this as far as I know, but the radio was synced between every player at the same time. So oh. when I was walking through the world with my friends on discord, 
uh, I'm listening to one of the radio stations and I didn't know he was listening to that same radio station. And he started like mouthing the words to a song that I heard and it made me very, very happy. Good. And that was the only truly happy moment I think I had during that game because everything That's else really is just nice, very yeah. bland and blah and whatever. And I heard it got better, but I never went back. Yeah, but that that was a truly and I'm sure I don't know how technically complicated that is because it's just audio files getting synced between multiple users. Right. But that mm-hmm. was a cool thing. Everything else was sort of meh. Right. So, but yeah, it can't be worse than Fallout 76. Yeah. I hope it's good. There's no time to play mediocre games. Yeah, no, not not anymore. Not with everything that's been. Yeah, too many good games to play crappy games. Right. I've been playing a shit ton of Among Us, which I don't know if that counts as like a crappy game. It's a simple game, but I don't. I don't know. really fun i it's like i imagine it's going to be like a lot of things and kind of phase out quickly but i was kind of like uh, a friend of mine was like oh yeah like let me show you how to play and i'm like this is going to be silly but it's like okay this is this is kind of cute like i understand i understand why this would be kind of fun uh i don't really like playing online very much but yeah i i've seen various screenshots of people that play online and it doesn't look great but playing with friends is awesome i played with some uh uh, co-workers at the end of a work day one day and it was cool mm-hmm. but nice. you know it's it's a cute party game that's not uh uh like a jackbox or something like that oh yeah right, right, right. it's actually one we have to think a little bit which mm-hmm. i enjoy <laughs> yay thinking yeah yeah i've been playing also uh i guess crusader kings 3 came out so i've been playing crusader kings 2 uh a lot and so i i got crusader kings 3 it's fun but it man it is a lot it is i i had never played a single crusader kings and like three days before i came out i was messaging a friend like hey are these any good and it's like yeah this is my like number one binge hour game good i would definitely play two and then wait a year before you play three so so far that has been a great plan. I'm excited to play the third one, which looked very pretty, which is why I was like, yeah, this is great. Should I play? Uh, yeah. But I look forward to playing that in like 2023. My, my first Lord died. Like my first like real Lord. I did a couple test ones to figure things out. He died when he was 49. His son died when he was 40. And my, I'm currently playing as my, the first character's granddaughter. Cause my second one didn't have any boys mm-hmm. and she's in her, like mid thirties. And I just want to hope that I can at least make it to as old as your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Cause everyone else that I know they're, they're getting like their characters are dying of old age in their seventies. And my guys yeah. are dying as like, they're dying of leprosy in their forties or like cancer at 40. And it's like, yeah, it's yeah, something. I've been doing I, I enjoy the punishment of the game. I think that's it is, what makes yeah. me unique. Failing is Good. just as fun as succeeding. Sometimes oh, yeah. I've definitely sent several texts to this friend being like, all of my concubines are pregnant and my favorite one cheated on me and I'm very upset about it and now I don't know what to do. And it's like, <laughs> that's just a normal sentence. Uh, say, what a fantastic bit of information in that whole sentence. Yeah. It's, and it's just like, I cut out my eye and now it's oozing weird pus and my rival is going to challenge me to a duel. Uh, the FBI it, agent reading your text like, what? Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. And then, yeah, just murder and mayhem and yeah it's it's super fun but it like it definitely takes like 60 full hours to be like to kind of know everything about what's going on oh yeah i'm sure my next playthrough is going to be very very different than my current one yeah so fair okay 
I think we're going to let our, our narrator uh, play us in. So uh, we will be back uh, for episode three of Fallout. See you Ooh. soon. Ooh. sure our mutual love for each other will keep us warm when the radiation gets to be too much. But anyway, what you're really here for is for more stories about that robot and that cool Dr. Midge. Well, after, uh, not falling for the death claw attack of the infamous Stumpy a while ago, they happened to stumble across an interesting doctor named Dr. Deva. Now, if you that name might sound familiar to some of you people because he's the local coop that thinks that he can uh, unferal some ghouls. A little crazy, I know. But it seems that our heroes have fallen in league with this gentleman. And uh, I hear that they found a willing volunteer for his experiments. I think Keith was the name. Well, if that's the case, I'm interested to see how this plays out. But once we get done, I will be retiring, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it's been great these years serving as your DJ. But once this adventure wraps up, I think I'm going to go somewhere warm. Like New Vegas, maybe. What a great way to expand on my life savings. But anyway, folks, stay tuned. Let's see what these two get into this week. Des Moines and Fallout, Episode 3, Under My Skin. Trigger warning, folks, for sci-fi body horror. We are in the winter of Des Moines, and as often these things start, we're going to start with, you know, some music playing in the background, some very Fallout-themed, you know, music. Uh, like As one does. So, yeah, right. sort of like bluesy, old school, whatever. And we're at, like, the edge of Des Moines, and it's sort of, like, super zoomed out, and we're just seeing the ruins of the, you know, the destruction of Des Moines uh, after, you know, the bombs fell. Right. And then we're going to slowly zoom in as this song is playing towards this little workshop. And there's a, a little smokestack going out the side. And then eventually the camera, you know, goes through one of the blasted out windows. And we, we see Midge. We see Sully. We see Dr. Deva. And then uh, tied up on this uh, workbench. When I say tied up, it's not just regular work tied up. But it's like this is a feral ghoul that has been brought into town that has like all sorts of these like big chains wrapped around its arms and legs. And, you know, every normal strap that Dr. Dave would have used for people has been added on to sort of hold this creature down. Okay. 
Dr. David just sort of like looks around and he's got this, you know, strange sort of yellowish liquid in a syringe. He's like, well, uh, I guess, uh, I guess it's time. And, uh, he, he looks to the two of you and are, what are you guys doing during this? Or like, what's the, the screen on Sully's face or how's Midge reacting? I think Midge has got like one hand on like the uh, Keith's shoulder and she's just kind of like patting it up and down, like proudly, like, yep, this is friend Keith. Like, Totally normal. I think uh, for Sully, you look over at his screen and his, uh, I guess, avatar has just got Z's coming out of it. Okay. Now, I forget. He was asking for a volunteer. Are you pretending that this is a normal guy that you got to volunteer? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Because yes. I, I think it's it's pretty clear to most people that this is a feral ghoul. But a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. It's one of those things where he knows and you know, but you're both not saying the words that you're yeah, saying. Yeah. He's, so, okay. He's really uh, agitated, but don't worry about it. He's 100% absolutely able to give consent to this treatment. It's like, uh, this is okay. definitely a definitely 100% good to go medical experimentation. Uh, all right, Doc, let's go. You heard the lady. Okay. Okay. Let's start, uh, start a stabbing. Let's do this. He uh, he inserts the the syringe into Keith's shoulder, and uh, sort of does one last look around the room, and then he injects this liquid in, and there's an immediate reaction on the arm where there's just this like you can sort of because their skin is you know essentially not there or it's like sort of rotted away. So when you put mm. injections into these things a little bit of it probably like leaks out and then like you can see this stuff running through their body. Okay. And I'm going to have uh, Keith make a couple of checks. If you guys want, you can use story points to either help or hinder these checks. Uh, but you only have two story points and it kind of depends on, you know, they're a valuable resource. I kind of so, think that right. we should see how this see what happens. I, okay. I don't, yeah. I don't know enough about what's happening to I have faith. Keith is a, a strong boy. <laughs> I Keith Keith is on his own. Okay. So it is going to be there's going to be a resilience check first off, which is your like general grittiness. Mm-hmm. Uh and we're rolling it as if the green dice, the good dice, that's like you guys, that's him trying to resist whatever thing is happening. Right. So ah, first yes. things first. Yes. Uh we roll and he got one success and three oh, disadvantage. Okay. So he actually succeeded. It was a, it was a, it was a pretty difficult roll actually. So from that, there is going to be a discipline check and a discipline is based off of your willpower. Is that correct? Can one of you guys check on your skills? Yep. Uh, Oh, there you go. It's willpower. Uh, Okay. Yep. Okay. So it is a, uh, unfortunately feral ghouls are not very wise. Oh, so wow. he's got a fairly low chance Shocking. to succeed on this one. Yeah. But what I, I will say, uh, he succeeded on that one. The four disad- the three disadvantage, I'm going to give him a penalty on this one as well. So this is going to be a very difficult check to make. I believe in you, so, Keith. Yeah, Keith we, we will see. A strong boy. I, I mean, this one's not about strength. This one's about strength of mind, not strength of body. All right. And he 
How in the f- good gravy gumdrops, <laughs> but look at all those disadvantages, though. Okay, so he was rolling two green dice, oh, four purple boy. dice, and a black dice, and he rolled overall two successes. I believe in him. And six disadvantage. He might have to sleep for the next month. Yeah, that is not at all what I was expecting. To be honest, there. Okay. So what that means is so this this injection is put into him and then this liquid and you you guys can see this thing pulsing through his body and it goes through it go it goes directly into his left arm and you see it sort of like go down his arm first and then you see it going into his you know chest area and when it travels through the rest of the body it's not like a regular circulatory system so it doesn't like get rotated through the heart area and then go out from there it just sort of uniformly spreads throughout the entire body so it's not necessarily going through the blood because you don't know necessarily what the again organs are like for a dead i'm imagining it's like a like a gel or like a goo exactly like it's just yeah. kind of like spreading it's something very strange and weird and also any science that's been explained in one of the video games i'm not using here because that that's 100 cdc approved yeah absolutely zombie, this zombie is goo Right, this is round one of the vaccine. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about the color or the consistency. Just or find a, a wild animal and pretend it's a human and it. inject it and see right. what happens. Right, it's fine. How medicine works, it's fine. No, I think at that, you know, Sully kind of, you know, he's been sarcastically asleep. Who looks up like, Ugh, you meatbags, always with your goo. Okay. Yeah, that's what, so, that's what makes it beautiful. So this liquid spreads throughout the body. Right. And it uh, it's much more focused in that like upper left arm area. And, but it does spread through the rest of his body. But by the time it gets to probably his like upper leg, it starts to like fade out. It doesn't really go through all of him just because it, it sort of it, it, it probably does. But it dissipates a point where you can't see it through the like, you know, rotten flesh bits on right. him. And maybe so, it was concentrated up in that arm. Is that where the ghoul is kept? she uh she just kind of like shushes him like she like puts her finger up to like his screen <laughs> shush good good watch watch the magic all right all right meat bags and, and the doctor's over in the corner is like he's got his no- uh his notes and he's just like taking notes like vigorously and you just hear the like the pencil scratching on paper just the you know that's constant right and something's happening. Uh, a few minutes goes by and there it's it's very tense and you're expecting you're expecting something big or crazy and 5 minutes goes by, 10 minutes go by and eventually you start to notice in that upper left shoulder area uh some of the the flesh is starting to fall off. Ooh. Uh like Ooh. yeah, some of this rotten flesh is just sort of like falling off and immediately Dr. Deva comes over and like has this some sort of instrument to like grab it and pick it up and inspect it. And is looking all over and everyone's sort of looking at this, you know, this fleshy, these fleshy bits that have started to fall off. And then the, you know, the camera pans back to Keith and you see the reason why it's falling off is underneath it is actually human looking skin is starting to like grow rapidly underneath this. You don't know how functionally it works because again, there is no real circulatory system. Something really strange is happening here, but he's regrowing at least skin. 
Uh, remind me, was he? Did you guys knock him out, or did you bind him, or how? What did you do to the creature? Did you try to knock him out? Do you remember? It's uh, been a few I, months. I, I, don't, I, I don't. I think I no. just held him in place. I think okay. we just had him gagged and. Tied That's right. Up. Yeah. Yeah. We're gagged and tied up. up. Okay. So, and as you as you as you look to the rest of him, this you know fleshy bit only seemed to go in like the shoulder and then maybe a little bit of the upper arm and then like maybe a little very small amount of the like chest heading towards like the heart area. It, it sort of stopped there. And but you see the the creature is still like sort of like trying to look around but struggling. It's still acting similar to how it was beforehand. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do? Clearly he, something has changed. He's still looking around and at this point Dr. David is just taking notes and like you know, keeps looking at things that probably he, you know, they've got this, you know, prodding device that they're like, sort of like picking off little bits and pieces near where the flesh yeah. has grown. He's like pulling more of the dead skin off and seeing the reactions. But during this, do you guys do anything? So I what think do you do? Midge immediately like jumps over and starts pestering him and like asking him scientific questions about like uh, dosages and formulas and like asking like about like expected prognosises and she's just like wanting to get as much information as possible because this is fascinating and it's something new uh yeah yeah, you've definitely never seen something like this before she is yeah she is over over the moon about her good friend keith and finding new ways that she can uh potentially torture information out of him probably because i'm sure keith is having the time of his life yeah medical science being what it is like i'm sure this is like a, a really fun forced injection transformation scenario, but okay. I so, think uh, at the same time, Sully like rolls up to Keith and just starts looking, look, looking at him and uh, I didn't know meat bags could do that. Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Does he respond? And, yeah. Keith, Keith is just like, he's looking, he looks at you, uh, but you can't tell immediately if he's looking at you because you got close or because he's understanding your words. Uh, and then uh, Midge, let's have you roll up a medicine check to see what kind mm-hmm. of he's going to talk in fairly specific techno. Uh, he's going to give you very technical information, Yep. Uh, but I'm going to have you do a roll to see how well you understand said information. Okay. Rolled. Damn. So that is well, three, wow. three successes, a critical success and a threat. Uh, so with the threat, I'm going to say that, uh, just gain a point of stress as you're like trying to comprehend all the information you're being given. Mm -hmm. And Dr. Deva goes into a really intricately into the, like what is in this, uh, divide or what was in the, the liquid that was injected into him. It was like, you know, X milliliters of this X milliliters of that. I started to talk about the scientific process of, you know, what is it supposed to do? It's supposed to essentially bring the flesh back to life and reinvigorate uh, the dead. Uh, you know, he probably at some point mentioned reading in old books about necromancy and you can't tell uh, as an audience, we don't know if he's talk if he's talking about like actual people trying to do necromancy or if it's some old, yeah, some like, D- like, yeah, some old D and D book or something where there is a, you know, a necrom, an evil necromancer in the fantasy world. You know, <laughs> We, I, I think it'd be uh, really funny if Sully all of a sudden turns around and he's got a an avatar of Gary Gygax because why not? It's like <laughs> roll for initiative. Ha! <laughs> That's great. 
You're welcome. Uh, so yeah, he, he talks about this, yeah, necromantic magic that was t- told by the, the tombs of old. And when you, you know, when you've yes, got the right... The old tombs buried in Des Moines. Right. <laughs> Catacombs the legend says, yeah. Uh, but it's but, Waveland Cemetery, actually. There's pro- yeah. yeah, there's a buried necromantic tome there. I'm totally, yep, that's canon now. <laughs> yep, we accept. So... From your understanding, what I'll give you from the critical success is you may understand what he did a little bit better than he he did. Uh So you know that whatever he did probably would could potentially, if it works, and clearly it did at least in a a bit, Uh could bring life back to something. It it somehow found the various compounds from this thing and that thing and pulled them together and created life in some way. But that doesn't finally fact. But it, yeah, it doesn't fix the fact that the internal organs are all gone or turned to mush. It doesn't change mm-hmm. the fact that the brain, as far as you know, is just gone. Now, mm-hmm. there hasn't really been intricate research on the social workings of ghouls because they're just eventually they're turned crazy. No full um, anthropological study. Yeah. Now, there's probably been research on going one way, going from normal to feral, but no one has after something is feral, it is feral. There is nothing going the other way. As far as you know, that is impossible. Uh-huh. Maybe it's a thing, but from what you can tell, yeah. uh, this guy probably didn't cure him of ghoulism, or I don't know what the technical term is, but sure, we'll he probably, right. at least in some way, changed this creature. And clearly mm-hmm. it's not done, but it was it was a, a partial success. Right. Fascinating. And, uh, and he, he sort of like, you know, puts his papers down and goes, well, uh, hmm, I, I think we need to, well, this is only a, a partial success. You see, it's only only affected the shoulder. So I think we need to, we, we need to, we need to continue. Would your uh, friend, Keith, be okay with, with continuing or, or would you? Keith, and, he like, Keith, and she cuts him off and she's like, no, no, no. Keith is so dedicated to the science that we're doing here, doctor. Uh, yeah, sign Keith up. Keith is good. Uh, he's just over overwhelmed, you see, with the science. So uh, don't don't expect him to to maybe vocalize that. But trust me, he is thinking it. Right. When we brought it up to him, he put these chains on himself. We didn't. So excited. So overcome with emotion uh, and uh, intelligent thought about the science. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, stab him some more. Uh, I think maybe make more rad roach poop. Uh, Formulaically, I think that's probably the key. Right, you need some uh, one of those mole rats. We can go get some. Uh. Yeah, yeah, we'll do with some. We'll come up with some things, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's keep going for round two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He sort of nods sternly. Is like, okay, let's uh, hmm, let's. And he he goes over to a drawer, pulls out another one of these uh, these syringes, and this time he pulls out one. It's probably fifty percent bigger. It's it's a definitely a larger syringe this time. Um, it's got more of the, the liquid goo in it, and it comes up and looks again back to the two of you, sticks it in, and then you know depresses the plunger. Once again, uh, and this time he went into his right shoulder, a uh, different mm-hmm. side. Uh, the liquid spreads through the body, similar to sort of thing where it just sort of uniformly goes throughout uh, his system. And we are rolling a, another resilience check. Uh, the difficulty is one less this time because he's already had a uh, he's already succeeded once at this operation. 
In case it's important, I think at some point Midge has grabbed like an old lab coat off of like a hook somewhere and has like pulled out her own notebook and is like taking notes. I think she's also pulled out like a a, like a pair of glasses from somewhere. Like so, I think she's gone like full scientist cosplay. One hundred percent. Yeah. By the way, is Sully doing anything during all this, or is he just? I think uh, he's just gonna back up and for some reason decides to peruse the nearest bookshelf. Because he's just killing time. This is this is useless meat bag stuff. But you know, Midge gets me into places, so I can't go anywhere. Okay. okay uh, more so necromatic tomes. So on that roll, it was rolling three green versus three purple, so it was a fifty-fifty. And once again, Keith succeeded on his resilience check. Uh, yes. Two successes, gravy, and four uh, threat, so four disadvantage. So passionate about the science. Hundred percent. Uh, so this time, what I'm going to say, uh, the, all that disadvantage, uh, is Keith passes out. He just, whatever, whatever's going on with his body just overwhelms him and he just falls asleep, essentially. I think Sully, like, sees it and goes, you know who doesn't pass out? Robots. <laughs> he can be back and then he goes back to his just meandering. Uh, and then we're going to roll another, uh... What's the next one? Not resilience. It was willpower. Mm-hmm. So he's got two versus he succeeded that one. Roll. Yeah. So uh, two versus three again. And this time he does not have the black dice because he's not like stressed out. He's just falling asleep. He's just asleep during all this. Okay. So uh, what we got was two failures and two disadvantage. But Keith is currently asleep at the moment, so we don't necessarily know what that means yet. But what the the successes on the other role means is he injected much more of this mystery formula into Keith. And a lot of his, like, and it takes, again, probably five or ten minutes, but eventually a lot of his ghoul surfaces just start to, like, fall off. And it's... It's actually quite like at first it was just like a little piece here and there, but this because then so much was added to him at once and it's happening very rapidly. This is like this really like sort of gnarly, nasty, just like, you know, bits and pieces of him are just like falling off at, you know, every few seconds. It's like plop, plop of this dead flesh falling from this body onto the ground. That Um, was not the sound effect that I wanted. No. Doesn't do that. Robots. I mean, if a robot's arm falls off, it'll clank, but it definitely won't plop. That's not, not a gross, gross noise. Yeah, <laughs> plops. Yeah, gross. It's just yeah. It's, it plop isn't as bad as squish, but it's it's Ugh. it's close. For those yeah. of you at home, if you want an actual like kind of a simulation of it, get a sponge and then drop it repeatedly. Yeah, gross. <laughs> Ruining dishes now. Just throw them all out. Yeah. So. The, the, these yeah body part not body parts but you know bits of flesh and things fall off and there's probably like on his especially on his head uh where it's like really especially like around his like facial features ears nose uh those fall off and they still even have a little bit of facial form to them and those oh. yeah they, they they just they you know fall off and, you know, there's times where it's almost comical, almost just disgusting, where, like, an ear falls off and sort of, like, falls. And if, if the camera just looked at this, like, half-dead ear on the ground, it would look like, oh, someone got sick and cut off an ear. 
but it's just like this, you know, mound of flesh, right? Mm-hmm. So because like, uh, Sully knows how to get a rise out of Midge, he kind of like picks it up gingerly. and goes, "Hey, Midge, I hear you." Uh, <laughs> I think Midge so, just kind of rolls her eyes and continues taking notes like as fast as she possibly can. Like, so yeah, probably 20, 30 minutes of this goes by, and not all of him, but probably ninety percent of. Uh, his body is transformed during this period. There's still like bits and pieces of like just dead flesh, you know, in random spots around like his chest. And then his lower legs are still sort of dead and fleshy, but otherwise it looks humanoid. You know, his face Mm -hmm. grew in under his other face. Now, you know, there weren't like large bone structures. So, you know, like he doesn't have any hair. So, you know, his face is, you know, essentially perfectly smooth no eyebrows um where like the nose and ears would be is just like little little nublets right uh-huh. uh there's i mean he still has eyes um mouth and lips are again like sort of shorter and not quite fully there but not gone completely it's not like you know he's had his lips ripped off it's more just like it, it kind of reminds me of uh the deadpool movie where he's like got the uh-huh. little baby hands but not quite like that Mm because that's more comical, but it's similar to that where it's new, it's small, it doesn't quite fit in, but it's there and it's, it's humanoid. But then there's just certain parts of him that, you know, it didn't regrow. Like there's a a piece on his, you know, like on his belly that's still sort of dead flesh. And, uh, Dr. Dava went up to it and sort of like poked and prodded and like probably peeled a little bit of it back. And underneath the peeled back was not, you know, humanoid flesh. It was just more of the nasty ghoulified corpse. Okay. Fascinating. Ew. So, yeah, uh, an amount of pure, an amount of time goes by, but as far as you guys can tell, Keith is mostly normal. What do you guys do during the, during all this, or is it just quiet fascination, absorbing all this information? I think Midge is continuing to ask questions about the research. Uh, I think she is really interested to know, like, uh, so is he? She's I th- her line of thinking is like, is he still going to be a ghoul when he wakes up or like has anything tra- like because I think Midge definitely is going like, huh, this is interesting. Like, I wonder how this could be applied to maybe other ghouls or maybe more specifically Midge ghouls. Um, so she wants to know, like, hey, is this guy still immortal? Like if this guy had a brain, would it still be? be intact in some capacity uh, so uh she's, sure yeah she's, Ro- let's roll another medicine check this one's gonna be a little bit harder because it's going less into the biology and more into the like i guess the brain part is still biology but it's a different kind of biology so it's a little bit tougher uh but yeah roll theology, me basically yeah exactly roll me that check medicine okay rolling which you are really good at by the way Oof. jesus I another fucking trip Okay, so so good at doctoring. uh, Wow, yeah, yeah. four successes, uh, a threat, and then another critical hit. So she sees the face of God in this work, and she (laughs) she begins to puzzle together the the shape of the universe. I think in every episode of Tidefall and then Fallout, I don't think we've ever had two back to back crits like this. So Midge is apparently a, a a you know medical genius. Right. If anyone was going to dis- discover the secret of, of human life, it was going to be Midge. Right. 
So you're talking to this guy and you're talking, you're trying to figure out more about the, again, the, the inner workings of this, right? And the I nature think, of when, man. yeah, the, yeah. So when, when discussing this, I think he actually pulls out a scalpel and sort of goes to one of Midge's like arms and asks you, uh, are, are you okay with me? Uh, well, cutting in to see what's going on beneath. And she kind of like rolls up her sleeves like, hell yeah. And, and maybe, 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 like that I've he, been... maybe, maybe at that he like, he asks for your assistance to like help with, you know, he's like essentially using you like a nurse, even though you're at this point, probably better than him at this. Uh, oh, hundred percent. He's like asking you to hand over this, this thing or that thing. I don't know anything about medical devices. Cause I'm a computer nerd, not a medical nerd, right. uh, but they, you know, they ask for, you know, scalpels and whatever else. That's yeah. the only medical thing I know. They do some science <laughs> shit. Yeah. Uh, so he he cuts away at uh, probably like a bit of the like fleshy bits on one of the arms, right? And he cuts and it it bleeds, and it seems it, it seems normal. And then he he looks to you and you you give him a nodding advance, and then he you know cuts a little a little bit deeper, and beneath that initial uh, layer of skin, when you get down to where the muscles would be uh it it goes much easier normally mm-hmm. you know there's that initial uh, resistance from the skin and then there's again the muscles and, and then you know obviously you know deeper down to the bone uh when he cuts in there's that initial resistance and then it becomes much smoother and as you cut and as you get inside you see that the internals of this thing is still uh much more uh Ghoulie is the best way I could describe mm-hmm. it. So it's there. There isn't really a a hard bone structure. Now there is something that keeps them upright, right? They've got you know, but right. it's a lot of muscles and not necessarily like it's very gooey, less organs and more just like a general rigidity, right? Yeah. And as it cuts into it, you see that the inside of this creature looks closer to a ghoul than to a human. Cool. Uh, and you sort of understand that, and. I think he is very uh, hopeful that more of these injections will convert things. But you know, with that, with that critical success, you know that creating skin and creating a heart and brains and lungs are two drastically different things. And mm-hmm. people don't really know exactly how ghouls work. They know that you know they live and they survive. And a ghoul like you is pretty much just a human with some dead flesh on the outside and a little bit of minor radiation damage on the inside but as they become more and more feral just the body parts just start to go and it's dead mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily even need to eat because they don't need to you know subsist on calories yeah. and resource Maintain it just life, yeah. they just sort of exist right and you know that there's no way whatever whatever those ingredients were that made that you know bind, bound together dead flesh to create this skin like surface it's definitely not something that is going to uh, create again a heart, a brain, cool. all those things. So you know that while it seems like he's turning into a human, this thing is almost definitely not a human. Now, who you know, who who knows what yeah. what else could happen? But it's still very much not normal. Gotcha. And probably half an hour, an hour of this goes by, and I think he's ready for another injection. I think he, he like pulls out another one 
and is ready to, to, to go again. And at this point, Keith is still out the entire time. Is there anything else you want to do during this time? Or are you just helping with the various procedures and testing and all that that he's doing on it? I think Midge is, uh, so I think he's kind of gone over general stuff and, and been, you know, gotten into a lot of detail. I think Midge is like ferreting, ferreting around and like she's writing in her notebook. I think she's copying the formula. Like, I think she's kind of like trying her best to like recreate it uh, as closely as possible. Okay. Just, just in case she's just taking, taking good notes. Okay. Sounds good. So he pulls out one final uh, syringe. He's probably got a couple more in his, you know, desk drawers, but he pulls out one last one. He looks, he looks at it, looks at Keith, does that little, you know, doctor squirt where they shoot a little bit of the liquid out of the syringe to make sure it's Mm -hmm. good to go. And then he instead this time goes uh, to the other side of Keith down to his foot and he injects it directly into the, you know, the base of his foot to, you know, do this theory final injection. And I'm going to use a GM story point to make this a bit more interesting. Oh, getting interesting. Uh, So we're going to do once more a uh, resilience check and then a willpower check to first the test of the body, then the test of the mind. So since he has been healed a bit, he's, it still doesn't have the like the extreme four difficulty, but I'm okay. upgrading one of those purples. So we will see what happens with the first one. That is three failures, Correct. no successes. Correct. And then the next one is going to be the uh, resilience check or the, the not resilience, the willpower check. And that is going to be a bit more difficult because of the previous role. Man. Wow. Even two greens versus five purples. He still, he didn't succeed, but he also didn't fail. So a net zero is a failure. So he got zero failure, zero successes and two disadvantage. So I think with this injection, once again, you guys see this uh, injection go through this liquid goes through the legs or it goes through one of the legs. It's not, they're not connected. Obviously it goes through one of the legs. Yeah. And you see this liquid sort of, you know, go through the body up into the, you know, the knee and then upwards. But then once he gets past that, you can't really see it going through the body because, you know, the skin itself is not near as uh, translucent because it's not, you know, dead and falling off. Right. And, uh, at the end of this, he, uh, Keith sort of moves a little bit, but like he's, he's still out, he's still tied up, but he's like starting to have a little bit of, you know, of, of movement. And the doctor like looks at it and is like looking at the legs. It's like, Hmm, I wonder why didn't that work? And it, he's, he's, he's looking very frustrated at the fact that mm-hmm. this one just didn't seem to work for whatever reason. Right. I think oh, what do you guys do? looks over at uh, uh, Sully and she's like, "Hey, Sully, hit him, yeah. hit him a little bit. See if it, see if he moves." Hit him, all right. Just yeah, just punch him on the arm or something. All right. So the, I think Sully rolls over and just like pulls his talon arm in, so it's just flat. Like the gun hasn't popped out. He just gives him a whack. <laughs> okay. With like more squishing noises, I'm sure. Uh. Roll me, roll me an athletics check just to see. There's no difficulty. I'm just curious how well, like how, okay, how squishy. Right. Yeah, how how squish. 
Uh, so you only get, you only had, you had one success and three advantage. So you give him you give him a, a whack, but you, you don't go too hard because you're afraid of either. You know, you're you're a big strong uh, robot. You don't want to break this thing in the middle of their experiments. Right. And you hit it. It sort of like squishes a bit, and I think maybe you notice it and the others don't. But there's like a little indent of uh, where your gun. You see a little bit of an indent of your gun on his arm where you hit him. Ew. And it a body doesn't do that normally. Right. Um, and then like after a few seconds, it's yes. like, yeah, normally after a few seconds, it sort of like depresses back out. Um, but it, it didn't seem, didn't seem to, he's like, so he's like sort of moving around, but he's, he's not waking up, but he's also not, you know, he's trying not to eat anyone. Going, yeah. He's not trying. He's not. Yeah. He's not freaking out yet. But again, he's, he's still kind of, he's still knocked out from earlier. And I think at this, the, the doctors gets frustrated and he's like, ah, Okay, we'll, we'll we'll try another. And he pulls out another syringe and goes to the other leg this time and does another injection. Uh, and this time it's going to be another one of those rolls. So we do that. And that was, uh, wow, three versus five. Keith is a resilient bastard, is what wow. I'll say. Because uh, once again, it, it was three greens versus five purples, and he succeeded. One success versus one disadvantage. So uh, a little bit of his uh, his right leg this time starts to solidify. His left leg still kind of stays where it's at, but it, it, it solidifies a bit. So again, we go through this process of the... Uh, what am I trying to say? The, the, the skin and flesh sort of falling off. And then bits, you know, sort of growing out from it. Uh, and then we're going to roll a willpower check. If roll 20, we'll roll the dice. Just pausing for dramatic effect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, and yeah, while, while we're waiting for this, you just see more of this, again, flesh bits falling off, you know, and like, especially the toes are really weird and nubby because the toes fall off. But then there's like these little, like little like points, right? They're not bones. It's just these little points of like where toes would go. And I can only vamp for so long while waiting for this stupid roll to go. Uh, Mitch, uh, does he have any more? I think Midge is kind of like looking over how many more syringes does he have like on him or like visible? Um, let me roll a dice on not roll 20 to see. So he's got uh, another two. And okay. one of them is that like really, really big one. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, Midge, uh, is, so is it in, like in his, his pocket? Uh, so no, he's on, there's a desk. And right, right, on the right. desk, there's like this drawer that he opened up that had a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. And he initially pulled one out, closed the drawer, pulled the second out, closed the drawer. But now he, the, he's starting to get frustrated. He's just, the door is open. He pulled all of them out, put them on the desk, grabbed one, walked over, injected. And there's still two more on the side of the table. Cool. Uh, Mage is going to go and uh, sit casually on the desk. and Like on like, top of or yeah, like yeah. just next to those things? On, on top of the uh, – well, yeah, next to the, the – she's going to sit not on so the, the desk. Not so the in- they're not stabbing you, but you're close enough no, to no, no. like, yeah, grab yeah. them. She's just kind of hiding them from view. Uh, and she's, I think she's going to maybe try and uh, take one. Take as in pickpocket uh, yeah, or steal take it. as in, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, 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 I was make sure you weren't like trying to 
No, that would inject. be that would be ill-advised. I'm guessing. Uh, potentially. Yeah, I, squishing sounds uncomfortable. Squishing does sound uncomfortable. So remember, wet um, sponge out, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yuck. Okay, and I think what we're gonna do is, uh, Doctor Deva is like, sort of at this point, just like staring at this fleshy bit that you know he was injected with. It's starting to heal, and you know, you know, the doctor is just sort of like looking and like like sighing in frustration, like ang- like it's just noises, right? They're like mm-hmm. they're happy, they're sad, they're angry, frustrated, and then I think from there we're going to go to a break. So we will be right back, and then we will continue on with the oh, the story please. of Keith the Ghoul. So Keith the Ghoul, stay tuned. So last thing we saw was Dr. Deva, you know, injecting this stuff, freaking out about it while all Midge was sort of in the corner by the other ones. And uh, in the break, we were able to get our dice rolling uh, system working. And Keith did not roll so well on his uh, sanity check there. Burned him up. So so what that means is he he was asleep. And then I think after a minute or so of this, uh, his now his right foot did heal a bit, right? You know he rolled well mm-hmm. on that check. So really, all of right. him is now fleshy in some way, except for his left left foot up to probably his just under his knee, right? Um, but then he starts to like shake a bit, and like he op- he opens up his eyes and he's looking around the room. W- what is your guys's immediate reaction? Because when that happens, the doctor did something, but I'm curious about you guys's first. Uh, I think. Hmm. Midge like sees this from across the room and like jumps up like in shock like holy shit because uh, I don't think she was expecting him to wake up quite so soon or maybe at all I don't know right it's uncharted territory okay and uh, Sully I think uh, Sully's watching you know and he's back's fine going now the meat bag is twitching uh but one of his hands has, or I guess claws or whatever, has a retreated back, and he's got the laser barrel pointed at one of them, you know, just in case. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. Okay. Cool. So uh, the the doctor like cries like, it, it, yes, yes, it it, it worked. It it ah, oh, this is this is incredible. Um, only well, one foot left. Um. And I think he turns around and approaches you, Midge, with uh, the two other syringes. Um, you were going to try to steal one of them. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's do that check now. Yeah, so yeah. is, I oh, mean, is thievery a thing in this? I play too many damn games and I always forget what's what. Uh, Skullduggery uh, is. Skullduggery Ooh. is the check. Uh, yep, it'll be a Skullduggery check. I need to check this guy's perception. Mm-hmm. To see how well, is, if he's wearing he glasses, is. that's going to be a problem. So, right. I mean, like yeah, that, two that, black dice, right? I, I mean, it would. It would <laughs> that, I mean, that's a. It, it would be a black dice for her. Yeah. Um. So let's go uh, to okay. cool. humans. I got a one skull um, duggery. We'll call him that. Okay. So you have a one. Okay. <laughs> nice. Oh, not one green, but like one rank. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> Single green. Ne- rank negative one. Okay, 
Uh, I have it set up on my end. He's got a cunning of three. Oh, well, okay. Actually, me too. But all right, so let's roll this. And, and you do have three story points if at any point you want to use one of those. We'll see how badly this goes. Okay, so you got a net, a net nothing. Zero successes, zero advantage, zero disadvantage, uh, zero failures. As always, if you want to, you can use a story point to buy a single success. Uh, Otherwise, he's going to see you. Now, it's not like it's a bad failure. It's not like you're like mm-hmm. scrambling. It's just like one of those like re- it'd be a, it'd be a smaller failure because it was such a close roll. We uh, let's go ahead and use that story point. We've got three of them at this point. Okay. So let's turn that into a success. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. So what I'm going to say, since you, you did not succeed, but you didn't like, you just barely yeah. succeeded. I'm going to say that you were unable to hide the giant one. Mm-hmm. So you just took the little one. Okay. okay. So I think he, he looks like, I, I thought I, okay, whatever. And then he grabs the big one. Yeah. And then he turns around with this this really big syringe that last time he did uh-huh. that, like two thirds of this guy's body got converted over. He's like, mm-hmm. ah, this, this will be fine. This this will this will finish him up for sure. Uh, and he Wait. goes over. Go ahead. I think uh, I think Midge sees that and she's like, wait, holy shit. What if I need that? Because uh, I don't think I don't think she wants him to use any more of it on and like waste it on Keith. So I think she she kind of walks up to him again and she's like, oh, wait, but doctor, no way. Hold on. And she trips and she tries to, like, knock it out of his hands, maybe. <laughs> OK, I like uh, it. And I, I yeah, I think she's she just tries to, like, distract him or, like, prevent prevent her from further purely for Keith's benefit, of course. 100%. Yeah. Uh, um, your hypocritical, uh, Hippocratic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. So let's call this if it was D&D to be a performance, but that isn't a thing here. Mm-hmm. Um, I will let you again. choose. Or between, yeah. I, I don't think skullduggery because you, you're doing more like you're trying to fall and do an actual cool, thing. Cool, maybe. My feeling is a coordination check. Okay. I got a zero I, in I it. I'll do it. Because like you were trying to fall in a way that works. So yeah, do yeah. A, a coordination against his... Agility, yeah, against his agility. So we'll do that. He's a okay, nerd. It'll be roll it. fine. Okay. Really? Fine, nerd. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh, that was that was cool. Oh well, look at that. Oh, uh, well. Is your coordinate cool the same? No, it's not. Hold on. Okay. Uh, yep. All right. This should be the correct one. <laughs> yep, that's very different roll. But actually, oh, well. you didn't do that much worse. No. Uh, so you got one success, which is good. You got four. Uh, threat or for disadvantage mm-hmm. so what does that look like to you is it just a bunch of stress points or is there something else going on here that like is messing with you uh so i think she distracts him so like he doesn't uh like put he doesn't inject keith uh anymore so i think she kind of like is walking towards him quickly and she she's gonna like kind of trip and distract him uh but I think she kind of is is walking towards him. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 doctor! I I wanted to talk to you about something, and she uh, she trips and she knocks the the large syringe out of his hand. Okay, uh, and it falls on the floor. Okay, uh, I'm going to roll a general D100 roll. Um, 
Low is good. High is bad. I'm curious what mm-hmm. will happen here. Because you did get four disadvantage here and you succeeded. But you, you know, you you knocked it out of his hand, which you did. Was it uncapped? Four, uh, well, it's it's a syringe. And it's also old. So it may oh. potentially break is the problem. Oh, yeah. Um, if you got a bunch of success, I would have let you like grab it. But because you just got the single success and then you have a bunch of threat, there's is a possibility the- here it could it could either break or it could inadvertently inject someone. I'm just going to yeah. roll and kind of see what happens. So low is good. High is bad. That is a Uh-oh. 73. Not good. Okay. So you, you trip sort of intent. You intentionally trip, but then, you know, part of you, you get a little bit too into it, right? You trip fall. He drops it and then it hits the ground. I'm just going to roll a D two to see if it, uh, if the thing starts to break or if it inadvertently injects someone else. Um, so a one, is it, uh, the syringe gets damaged Two. Okay. So, uh, you, you, you do this trip and tumble and it, you know, you this again, a lot of things are happening. The, the syringe falls onto, I'll just one of the D two. Uh, one is you. One. So you Uh-oh. trip and fall, Uh-oh. and then I think you, you fall on this thing. Uh-oh. Um, so, so what do you do? It's not, like, you maybe have a little bit of it in your system, but not much. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what, is, what is your reaction to this? And I think when Dr. Davis sees this, he just looks up at you, and, like, he just, like, gets, gets his grin. And what is your immediate reaction? Uh, I think... Midge immediately like freezes, like like she doesn't want to like inject the or like push the plunger in anymore. So like I think she she like freezes, but then she also and starts screaming at Sully like uh Sully Sully uh Sully uh help uh okay. what do I do? Oh, so I I think I think here's what we're gonna do because I know what he wants to do and I know that what he wants to do is not what you want to have happen. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna roll initiative. Oh no! Yeah, I see where this is going. For yeah. science, he's he's looking at you with a grin, and Sudden, he wants suddenly to science. Science, science yeah. initiative. Um. Okay. So roll me a. Uh, it would be cool if you're expecting this, but this is definitely not expected. Uh, no. So roll me a uh vigilance check. Yeah. Oh, good. I have zero. That is should that be both great. Of us? Yeah, both of you roll vigilance. Nice. And then uh, Vigilance is based off of willpower. He's got a will of two. He's got a Vigilance. Okay, so he's rolling actually the same as Sully. So we do that. Um, Sully, we're going to roll again. So I'm going to roll. Right a tie. And now you roll. All right, let me go back, check Vigilance. Seriously? Wow! What is this? That's, that's a he's, second tie in a row. Uh, roll again. Dice. This is an epic ass roll off. There's just like this moment of tension where it's like like an old west like standoff. Oh, a hundred percent. The the because they because they were also faster than you, Midge. So there's this like yeah. standoff between the doctor and Sully, and they're both looking at the syringe and looking back to each other and looking back to the syringe, and the doctor's third roll fails. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, the initiative is going to be player, doctor, 
<laughs> so this wasn't player. even for like anything. Like, well, and, and the, yeah, so here's the thing. This was just for initiative. Sully won the role. Sully could go first, but if instead Midge wants to go first, you guys could do that. It's kind of, it's up to you. I, I think, think Midge is frozen. More sense. I think. Yeah. Okay, that, that's kind of what I was thinking. Midge is kind of like, uh, uh. So Panic. Sully, what is it that Sully does? So and Sully actually, already has one of his laser rifle hands out. And he aims at the doctor, and he uses hamstring shot. Okay. Uh, oh for God. our audience, can you say what hamstring shot does? So, the verbatim description is, once per round, your character may use his talent to perform a ranged combat check against a, a non-vehicle target within range of the weapon. If the, the check is successful, have the damage inflicted by the attack before reducing damage by the target soak. The target is immobilized until the end of its next turn. Okay. Cool. Uh, do you know... So mobile, basically what that's normally used for is to like keep them from moving, but they could still shoot their gun or take actions. Um, so you can do that. He can't, won't be able to move, but he'll still be able to... like Because the two of them are basically on top of each other. Right. Uh, yeah. So does that does that change anything? Or are you still yeah, that's what you want to do? So he's still he's in engaged range then. He he would be like right next to her. Yes. Hmm. Now I wish I, mean, I had. A... So yeah, the the, the pro you, if you want to do that, you could. But then he could just reach his hand out, like he'd be like ow, and then move up and or not move, but just reach his hand out yeah. and then now to do that, he's going to have to. It's not going to be. A, it's not like a free action. He's going to have to make essentially a roll against uh-huh. her because if you don't want it to happen he can't just do it for free because he beat you in initiative right. um, but that will keep him from getting away and it also will, again will do, start doing some damage to him which is important because <laughs> right. things may be getting dicey because right. there's also a pissed off ghoul on a table which right. I guess I should also place because uh, that could happen at some point uh oh <laughs> Keith would never betray us oh surely Keith though your friend uh- my best friend definitely didn't kidnap from his was, friends and family. Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, he, he put himself in those chains. We just picked them up after he Absolutely. Asked. He's so excited about the science. Science. Okay, so you, you're doing a hamstring shot? Let's see. I say try what? it. Yeah, why not? Maybe he'll cry and stop what he's doing. Okay, so I'm trying to remember what. Is it the weapon roll I need to do or the ranged heavy roll? Um, let me... Do you have a page number for ham, hamstring shot again? Uh, 73. This 73. is the page number. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you would essentially make an attack roll against them. If the attack is successful, you just do half damage. So you would do... It's going to be a difficulty one purple. So let yeah. me clear it on my end. One purple. Mm-hmm. So it's a fairly easy shot, uh, but you're going to do half damage. So now you can just use the weapon like attack roll thing. Um, uh, see, and that's the dice by the weapon spot, right? Uh, yes, yeah, the die in the middle of the like critical and encumbrance buttons. Sweet. All right, here we go. Okay. So, man, the dreaded double X's. Get that is a failure. Time. I'm not drunk. Yeah. By the way, uh, do you did you guys use a story point at some point? To buy yeah, a success. Yes. Can uh-huh. one of you in your uh, player sheet hit the use story point button? Or wait, does it say 2-1 well, we, for you guys? It does. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because we had uh, three when you upgraded that purple. I think something got out of sync. Let me let me just fix it on my end. Okay, sorry about that. Also, yeah, if you want to, you if you want to again use a story point, you could. 
to buy a success yeah. here. If you, yeah, it's up to you. You know what? Let's do it. Let's Why do it. Not? Okay. Make it interesting. Okay. So you buy a success. You hit with your weapon. Uh, what is the damage on that? Let's see. Let's flip back to it. Um, it is trying to. Oh, I didn't put a modifier. Oh, yeah, just never mind. Um, damage eight. Eight damage. Okay. And the damage is cut in half because of that. Right. So you shoot him. Um, he's he's uh, doesn't have four soak. That's for sure. This is a not quite what he is. Okay. Uh, so he he does get a little bit of a singe on him, but four damage isn't a whole lot because people naturally have you know two or three brawn. Right. Um, but he does take at least a little bit of damage because he's a nerd. Um, yeah, nerd strength. <laughs> okay so he he takes a little shot and he's like it's singed but it's more of a like he like falls a bit and like holds his hands over the arm and he's like looks he was like what why what, what, what and uh he's yeah he's just like looking back and forth between of you with like this pain but there's this this moment of you know potentially like he still is eyeing that syringe uh, do you have another action you want to do? Because I think you get two Let's maneuvers see. in a turn. If you two want to like, move or... Now, because I have another... Like, I can't do a second attack, or can I? I I've It's been that uh, long, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, we, and we haven't gotten in combat in a long time. I do not think right. you can take a second attack in a turn. You can... Okay. It's um, like, no, you get, you get like an action, and then I think a maneuver or two. So it's like, yeah. Go ahead. That sounds right. Point of, point of order. Uh, Keith won't attack us first, right? Or at least historically has not attacked the robot and the other ghoul. So you guys essentially, well, okay. You Uh, kind of. So when you walked into camp, right, you were mm -hmm. sort of peaceful and you guided him out. Yeah. And then you captured him and tied him up. So he may see you guys as enemies. He may not. It depends on the situation. But it could Um, be that if we... Just as a suggestion, if we like cut him loose, if we needed to, and then just got the fuck out of the way, he may be more attracted to the squishy human. It is. It is possible. Yes. Okay. Uh, I did look it up. Uh, You get on your turn, one action, one maneuver, and Uh you can spend stress to take an extra maneuver. So a maneuver would be aiming your gun, moving um, a range band, opening a door, getting out an item. It's any other thing you would do besides taking your action so conceivably sully could move spend a stress and remove midge out of the way yes um you i would, would be worried about the so I, I, i'll give you i'll give you two options you can yeah uh, spend spend your first maneuver to like move into position with him right right and yep. then you've got two options you'd have to spend a, spend i think it's two stress to do it you can spend okay. two stress to either a uh, throw her out of the way mm-hmm. uh, or B you move you and her uh, but that is going to require a check because carrying someone you're going to have to you're just going to have to do a check to make sure you've got you know the speed and maneuverability to grab her move and keep moving as you go right because um, she's sort of like locked in free right in and, that, position. and that syringe is currently in her yeah, it's currently in her yes and it's it's fairly deep now you could pull it out but that's not Again, that's not necessarily going to be a simple thing because you don't want to inadvertently inject also her with it. Don't have hands for you get robot arms. It would be risky for maneuvering. Right. Yeah. So I think he's just going to 
position himself in the way, but he's got, you know, could, because he's taller, I feel like the laser pistol bear or laser rifle barrel is at head range for the doc. Like, don't. Okay. Try it. And then do you do anything else? Or do you like throw her out of the way? Or are you just, you're just trying to I think I'm going to stay there. Cause it's like the threat of force I'm hoping will deter after I've shot you once. I'll do it. I'm again. scared of Sully. So I feel okay. like he definitely and he switches be. from the, the street tough to try it. Maggot. And he's got the soldier <laughs> icon on, on the screen. Nice. Uh, roll me a coercion check. And it's going to be against his willpower, which is there. It is. Sorry, neither is my coercion. All right. Um, just because, hold up, bef- hold because I, uh, I've got two story points, and I, I want to share the story points. I'm gonna go ahead and use the story point <laughs> to. Uh, yeah, good. Did that not do anything? It didn't. Okay. Well, I move it over there. Uh, I use the story point to uh, upgrade this check. Perfect. So boom, boom, boom. Okay, go for it. Stop for dramatic pause. Did it break again? That would really piss me off. That would be unfortunate. Too many people Uh, playing tonight. Yeah. Uh, Try one more time. One more time. Bum, bum, bum. Okay. So that is not working, and that is a pain in the ass. So I'm going to go and I'm going to... Fix it real quick. Uh, so real quick, during all of this, I want Midge to sort of tell me the thought process going on in your head right now. Okay. So the the first thought is panic. Uh, so I think Midge is just like hearing sirens in her ears like, uh, real bad. Because I think she has some idea of like the potential of this serum. And she's definitely like, uh, wow, holy shit. Like, this could change everything. Like this has so many potential uses. Uh, but I think the other half of that is, uh, holy shit. Uh, I don't want to be a dumb brain zombie. Uh, I've made it this long. Like, uh, definitely don't want my brain to like melt out my ears or like go permanently insane or like, uh, like all of my flesh to fall off and like turn into something even worse. Uh, so, yeah, lots of, I think, panic and uh, immediate bad vibes. Uh, so I definitely don't think she wants any more of the serum. Is anything, like, happening at this point? So you, there was a little bit that got uh, in you. Like, a yeah. li- like there's, like, a, again, with a syringe, there's just a little bit just that sort tiny, of, like, yeah. sticks out and, you know, sort of going. And... Yeah, any activation of the formula X at this and point. I, I, I think it's something as simple as the, you, you, you just feel kind of funky, right? It's Uh-oh. like if you wait, if you wake up in the morning and it's not like you feel sick, but it's like, mm-hmm. if you wake up in the morning and you just feel kind of off. Right. And you've got this like centralized, like something is just feeling strange. Bad I news to, bears. Yeah. It's like, you're fine for now. But if any of this gets into me, something's really going to start changing. Right. Uh, and you need to you need to handle the situation. Yeah. Uh, Midge just kind of like panics and shouts to Sally. And she's like, I like being immortal. I like being not dead. Like, I'm technically dead. But she just kind of babbles on for a second. Like, 
but like I want to keep being not technically dead. Right? That makes no sense to me. <laughs> and she just uh like uh I, I think she one, just Do you ever want to go to meat bag meltdowns? Uh and I think she just kind of like nods to to Sully like and like like slowly moves her arm out to like uh like just like show like Sully like and put like points to the syringe like fix it oh 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 um, all the while uh, being like uh not dead uh don't like it uh please not, fix not a fan do not yeah. like so uh, you guys are having this like quick sidebar while Sully is like aiming this gun at this at Dr. Deva. Uh, roll me that uh, coercion check. Coercion. Boop. Well, I tried. Nope, oh, it there worked. There it is. There it is. Oh, well. So hard. You tried. Uh-oh. Uh, so that's two failures. So he wow, just, he this just, doctor is intense. He apparently. Like camping. Uh, so he, he just he just looks at you. And shakes his head. Oh no! And then he, uh, I think, yeah, he he like lurches towards Midge. He sort of like falls down a bit because his leg is shot and he's having difficulties moving. But he fair, moves fair towards enough. Midge and tries to essentially grapple with her to like grab this syringe and plunge it into you, right? And dislike. Uh, I'm gonna have you guys roll. Um, an opposed athletics check. So okay. it'll be you, him rolling versus you rolling. Mm-hmm. So first off, uh, there's going to be no purple dice, just you roll, what, see what you get, and then I'll roll for him. Okay. And yeah, this is his action to try to inject you. Okay. Let's so I got one success. Failures for the doctor. Your athletics is pretty good. That's good yeah. for you. Uh, okay. Midge is, Midge so, is uh, in pretty good shape for like a 238-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Details. Uh, immortality will do that for you, huh? Yeah. Great, okay, great cardio because so... she probably doesn't have a beating heart, question mark? <laughs> yeah. Questions for another day. Yeah. What, what what are cardio workouts when you don't have a heart? For, for you in the audience, ghouls, yeah. do they have a heart? What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Next you got on, uh, one success and two mm-hmm. advantage. And he gets... No, <laughs> three successes and two Such advantage. Such an intense doctor. So he like he looks at Sully, and he just like shakes his head and is like, "No, I, I need to do this." And he like goes towards her. Um, just for clarity's sake, he has he was shot. I'm gonna roll a black dice just to see. That's gonna remove from this because he should have had a black dice there. I didn't even think about that. Right. I don't think it matters, but it's gonna take away one of the advantage. So right. it's three successes versus one success. He still wins. Damn it. Um, but I wanted I wanted to double check because it would yeah. change the potential outcome here. He like moves towards you, trips a little bit, but like stands up and like he's got this like pain in his in his left leg, and he like looks up to you and like he's like for science. Yeah. He's like, I, I have to. I, and he grabs onto her and you guys are struggling. And this, you know, old older man just there's some and I, I think I think it's kind of like when a mom has their kid trapped under a car <laughs> and she gets this like superhuman strength, Just it's like science. that, but it's for the science. It's like, I have to do this. It's, it's, it's my life's work. And he like grabs you and he's, he's surprisingly strong and you're, you're strong, but you're not like the strongest one out there, but you're fairly athletic for your build. Right. Mm-hmm. But 
he's just raw luck and science and it's essentially it's like nerd rage, nerd the, rage. The perk and embodied right? right and he pushes this syringe into you so you need to make a couple checks for me Uh-oh. uh oh you're going to make a resilience check first thing against science not looking forward to that uh and you science. do have t- you do have two story points and if there was ever a time to story point now is that time Okay, rolling that resilience. Uh, so that's a failure and two threat. Yep, okay. So that's a failure, two threat. And then the next thing you're going to roll, it is a, it's not just a willpower check, it's something else. And I need to reopen those notes. It is a discipline check. Okay. And let's make this one uh, difficulty three. Okay. Roll that up. Okay, so that is a yeah. Net net zero. If you wanted to buy a success, you could for a story point. Because uh, you, you had net yeah. zero successes, zero failures, uh, one disadvantage. I'm gonna use that story point. Okay, so we're back over to two to me, one on you guys. Okay, so this this stuff is injected into you into your gut right do not like and there is and like you sort of felt queasy before again it was like weird like morning Mm -hmm. like grossness uh i believe i've had a hangover or two in my life exactly yeah it's like it's like that but a hangover is much more heady whereas this is like like gut like yes um when this stuff gets injected into you right you suddenly get this immense pain and almost like burning as something is like spreading throughout your body Okay, Oof. and you f- you feel this and something, and again, this was this was the big one, right? The mm-hmm. big syringe is what he had. Yeah, yeah, of course it was. So the big syringe goes into you, and you just feel this like presence inside of you, and it's just essentially growing and spreading throughout you. Uh, it is uh, probably the most pain you've had since becoming a ghoul. You you became a ghoul when the bombs dropped. Is that correct? Yeah, I think so. Okay. So this is probably the most pain since whatever radiation sickness caused that, whether you were, yeah. you know, like, and even that is a much slower process. As far as I know, it's not like a nuke dropped and you came out unscathed, but a mute, but a ghoul. It's more of a, over time you became ghoulified because you were just so radiated. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, it's all of it's that whatever a month, six months long period. It's all like burst into one giant, like burst of, you know, energy failures like it's Mm -hmm. all very very quickly happening okay Mm -hmm. so you failed the body check and then you succeed on the discipline check okay perfect so failure on the uh resilience check um means you you suddenly there's this like energy within you and you feel the this your cells and you may or may not know what cells are you're a good doctor but i don't know if doctors in this world know what cells are but you feel the pieces of you trying to bind to each other Mm -hmm. to create skin or bodily it tries to create something but there there is something different about your biology compared to the feral ghoul Uh Uh, and things just don't connect properly and after a few moments like it's it's just extreme 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 pain and it's spreading throughout your body you know going up and down you know your arms your legs and then eventually it comes up to your head and when it reaches your head 
it's just this like it's the worst migraine you've ever had in your entire life. It's just like, Gross. and you probably haven't had a migraine since becoming a ghoul. So this is a old, old distant memory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unfun. So you get this like very, very, very focused, like, ah, and it's just like, it's like growing and you, it was the worst pain you've probably ever had in like the first minute. And then it just becomes worse and worse and worse. It's like, if you've ever, done like the one chip challenge or like one of those like super, super spicy foods where it seems bad and then it just gets worse uh, yeah, and worse and worse, but it's like inter it's, it's internal. So there's nothing you can do about it. It's not like it's in your mouth where you can like, again, drink some milk. It's like inside of you at your core. It's like your brain, your like your forearms, your gut. It's like everywhere. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you effectively your your entire turn is just reacting to this uh this process cuz right, you're yeah. you're essentially stunned for this as this you know you're just your body is changing go going undergoing extreme 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 change okay um it is the next round as this transact is this is occurring do uh you want to go or do you want to let Sully go i am okay. not going to go okay that's that's what i kind of figured but i i, I want to double check so uh, yeah, there's nothing that this, I can do. This, this guy point. injected Midge and she just spends her entire turn just like, and from Sully's point of view, you just see her like looking over herself and she's just like looking at her body and like looking at things that you can't see. Right. Like you can see a little bit of it, but because her, she, her skin isn't quite as dead as the feral ghouls, right. it's not as obvious, but she's like looking because she can feel it going through her and she's looking at it, but she's almost looking at nothing, but she's like right. utter horror on her face. Right. What do you do? Well, I think, you know, on the avatar, it's, you know, it's the grizzled soldier avatar. I just see like the teeth bite down on the cigar and he aims his gun at the doctor, which I'm sure is prone because he fell over. Yeah. And I go for science. huh? And then uh, he shoots. (laughs) He takes the opportunity to aim, which gives accurate one. Yep. So that'll give you a blue dice. So I will add that one in. Um, And one note, if you are shooting when you're engaged, it goes, it turns up to a purple two. Basically it becomes more difficult because you're aiming up close. Right. But again, you're aiming to sort of counteract that. Right. Um, real quick. Cause we are at the top of the round. You can do this, but I'm going to roll a D 100 to see what happens with Keith. Um, you oh, want a low, you want oh, a no, low Keith. number here. Yeah. Keith is still here. So you want a low number here. That's a 94. Oh, Christmas. All right. Uh, okay. So, and I think uh, it's not necessarily going to happen uh, immediately, but you, and maybe you're like doing this little monologue and then you hear um, the cracking of chains across the room and maybe like out of the corner of, I was going to say the corner of your eye, but you're a robot. Um, At the corner, at the edge of your sensors, you hear these, these chains breaking and you see uh, Keith slowly starting to break free from the chains uh, on his table. And then you aim your gun bad and bare. and does your gun have any sort of like burst fire i forget no it's no okay I, so but you can dual wield your two laser rifles that's what you can do yep, 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 which yep. adds a difficulty to the check right but i'm only uh, on one side not both oh you only use one okay so yeah, you're not you're not gonna like go okay full auto on him well not full auto but shoot both you're, you're just shooting the one okay cool right Aim this at his head. What I'm going to do, since you're so close and he's on the ground, um, him being on the ground gives you blue dice. And then because 
he's essentially helpless on giving another blue dice. So you've got a bunch of dice. You've got a bunch of extra dice here just because it's a bunch of little blue dice, which aren't super helpful, but they may, they may add up. So uh, uh, he, he says like, uh, for science. And then he hears the chains cracking and his sensors were like, you're going to need a meat shield, son. So could I persuade you, Jeff, that at last minute he switches back to the claw and he's going to grab and toss the doctor at Keith. <laughs> Uh, yeah, why not? I'll let you do that. Why not? Um, yeah. Improvised weapon. So, yeah, let's, uh, it'll be an athletics check instead. Okay. Um, so he's got a brawn, he's got a brawn of three, but you're still gonna have all those blue dice because instead of aiming to shoot your gun, you're going to like, you're like, you're hovering over him. Yeah. So you still have all your blue dice. It just, uh a little bit more difficult because you're throwing him in a certain location, but right. if it works, it keeps things distracted. Right. So, uh, roll that up. I've got it set up on my end. Oh, damn. Oh, so you got three successes, three advantage, no failures, no disadvantage. So yeah, narrate the scene. You, you've got full control. So he's, he hears the chains cracking going, Oh shit. So, at last minute, Sully's like, you're going to, you know, his uh, soldier avatar is like, going to need a meat shield, son. So he switches back to his talons, grabs the doctor, kind of like flips him around in the air like a lasso and tosses it right at Keith. And, uh, Damn. So yeah, you, yeah, you grab him. Where he's he lands ta- right in the chest he's, of Keith. <laughs> yeah, he's he's lands on the chest of Keith. And I think right at that moment is when, uh, the the last chain like falls and there's this like you hear a couple chains snapping but then there's that like that final like sound of like the like chains like as it like falls to the ground and like you know hits the ground and there's the you know crack crackle boom as it hits this heavy chain is broken and then uh the doc the doctor screams like ah ah and as uh well i will real quick no i'm no he doesn't roll initiative he's just gonna he's just gonna go now um because he's an, an enemy uh, so we'll do NPC. What? He's not an enemy. NPC. Well, he's he's an NPC. He's not one of you guys. Um, because again, he's I get to, I can choose. He's your friend, yeah. So I'm choosing to have him go next. Basically, he's an enemy. He's not one of you guys. So uh, Keith is going to go, and Keith just never starts, betrays us. Keith just starts tearing at this guy. He was tied up by him. Well, he's tied up by you guys, but. This is the guy that kept injecting him with as, as you know, Midge now knows this shit's painful. So Keith is angry. Uh, So he's going to roll a claws attack against him. So that is going to be. For all one. So it's going to be. A yellow and two greens versus two purple. And boom. Please work. Stupid game. It's just the Final Fantasy oh. Seven fight music. Exactly, yeah. Wait, but not that part yet. Yeah, yeah. That that part's gotta wait. Um why oh why? Is this API hate me? Um, okay, can one of you guys roll me a brawl check? Yep. 
Ouch. Maybe I can't. I don't know. Can I reach, okay. reach my mouse? Uh, okay. Okay, so here's, here's what we're going to do instead. I'm going to reset that again. Oh, it worked. There we go. Okay. Wow, Why? that's a great roll. It added well, it added a bunch of stuff on it. Um, no, 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 it's a great roll, exactly <laughs> as it is. Uh, okay. Chosen goal. So, can why did it do that? Okay, reset that. Roll one, two, three, one, two, three, and roll. There we go. Okay. So oh. wow. So actually. Keith failed to claw at this guy. So I think what happens is you throw the doctor over and then Keith goes to claw at him, but it's like weird and awkward. And I think at the force of your throw, he just like falls over on the other side of the table, falls to the side of Keith. Good. And then Keith jumps off the table or next to no, he jumps to his feet. So he's standing on top of the table. And then he looks around the room uh, to everyone. And he looks at the doctor and then he looks to the two of you guys, and I want uh, Midge to roll me a charm check. And you've got, <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, I'm giving you a black dice because you are in a state of shock. Uh, but yeah, roll me up that charm check. Uh, yeah, I will charm the shit out of Keith. Okay, uh, one second. Oh, hold up. I need to give you purple dice, huh? No. Okay, now you can roll it. All right. Oh, fuck. I don't have very many social skills, do I? Okay, let's try this. Yikes. Oh, man. That is unfortunate. Yep, okay. So that is a failure. So I think he looks down to the doctor, and the doctor's just, like, on the ground, like, crying. And then he looks over to the robot. Um, Actually, yeah, let's... Yeah, let, let's make let's make it a roll off. Let, let's do it that way. That's a fun way to do it. So, Sully, roll me a charm check. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, such a charming robot. Nah, okay. Oh nah. And now I'm gonna have this guy roll a charm check, and he also is not super charmful. One two. Oh, you shouldn't have had that black die, but it didn't roll anything, so yeah, we're good there. Blank. It's it's a no nothing. Um, <laughs> and actually, the doctor. The doctor gets a success. So I think he looks around the room and then he sees the big robot man and, and he sees you as like the biggest challenger in the room and he jumps at you and he just like, and he like, he like runs at you and he's at you essentially. I think this kind of snaps Midge out of it a little bit. And then she's like, no, Keith, I mean, Sully. So Midge, uh, it is your turn. And you still have this, at all times, immediate extreme pain. Okay? Mm -hmm. Uh, It is ever... It's not growing, but it's become this, like, constant standstill at... If you were to go on a pain scale of, like, 1 to 10, this is at, like, a 12 at all times. Okay? Yeah. So this would also be a bad thing to have for eternity as well, I'm thinking. Correct. Uh, But there, there there is one other thing. As you're, like at yourself and like looking at your hands and your arms, you're realizing that your, your hands are starting to like emanate a little bit of color. Uh, they're starting to glow a little bit. Uh Oh, yeah. Uh, as far as you know, from your medical background, there has never been 
a non-feral glowing one, but that appears to be what's happening right now. You are glowing, but you still have your mind to you. Uh, roll me just a general oh, knowledge check. I'm going to have you... Uh, let me... It'll be a difficulty two. Okay. So roll me a knowledge check, and I want to see if you know this piece of information. Okay. Um, what I will say... From that three advantage, I'll, I'll give you a success from the three advantage. Uh, you now know why you've never met a non-feral glowing one, because this level of pain will turn anyone crazy within a week. Great. Um, so it is your turn. What do you do? Now, I'm going to give you the glowing template. Uh, mm-hmm. So put that in all players. Boom. Boom. So now uh, what that means is your your immune radiation, you've got a bonus to your strain and wound threshold. And whenever you attack something, you radiate them, essentially. Yeah. Cool. Um, Also, because you're a ghoul, you've got an an ability where you can spend a story point and you can heal equal to your attack. So you can effectively once uh, per day use a story point and then heal yourself for a free attack. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I think the first thing that Midge is going to do is she is going to, I think she's, so she's looking at uh, Sully and Keith, but I don't think she's particularly worried about Sully long term because being a robot, yeah, he's fine. Um, I mean, she's probably more sad about Keith, but I think she turns to the doctor and I think who is, you know, lying in a pathetic heap. Uh, and I think she like runs to tackle him like you son of a bitch. How dare you? You have betrayed the science that we definitely had no part in kidnapping any creatures who definitely consented to the whole idea, but we're going to put that aside. <laughs> and so she just tackles him and uh, okay. definitely like, are you just like clawing him. at him? Yeah. It just holds him and is just clawing at him and like irradiating the shit out of him. Okay, cool. Uh, roll me just a general brawl check. Mm-hmm. And it'll Which be isn't against- great, but like, yeah, what are you going to do? Exactly. Doctor? Yeah. And I'm going to give you a blue dice because he's on the ground. Um, and also I am a giant, yeah, you're now glowing. And, exactly, yeah. Actor. I guess I'm not giant, but... Man, that is a, a, net, a net zero. Net zero? What? You could you could buy a story point, if you, or you could use a story of, point. Yes, I'm using our last story story point, because okay. that is ridiculous. <laughs> I, cool. am, I am glowing, damn it. I so, should do something. So, uh, what is your... Uh, Bron. It is pulling up this second table. Two. Two. Okay. Um. So you weren't super strong. No. Um, My brain is strong. But you are. Yeah. You're. You're. You're rating. So you're basically essentially any damage you do, you can do the damage and then you do the radiation damage, which effectively mm-hmm. doubles your damage for this type of attack. Double yeah. damage. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, it's damage or radiation damage, which for someone like him, it it's the same kind of damage. So, um, brawling, I think it does. It's either your brawn or it's your brawn plus one. I'm going to say it's your brawn plus one. So you like 
claw at this guy, like squeeze him tight, squeeze him for yeah, three points of damage, um, which he resists a little bit of that. But then the radiation damage ignores all of his brawn rating. So he, t- he, he gets a little bit of the scratch, but much more of a you just start yeah. to like burn him with your radiation. Suck um, so we'll do one, two, three, four points. And yeah, he he's like immediately just starts to like whimper and like, Ugh! and he's like, like on the ground, like, like it, b- please don't. I, I just wanted to see what would happen. And, 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 and look at you, you you're, 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 you're glowing. And he like, it's sort of a joke, but also sort of a like, oh, look what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that is, man, we sort of lost initiative, huh? Okay, let's uh, let's make it a, a new round because it was, yeah, yeah. So a, a new round. Um, if you want to go again, you could take essentially the last and the first one if, if you want to go all out on this guy. That yeah, is an no, option. go all out. Murder this son of a bitch. Okay. Um, what do you do? Uh, I think she like punches him in the face like three more times. Okay. Like she's just like wailing on him like a like an elementary school bully. Okay. Uh, what I'll let you do if you want, either A, you can like aim and get a higher chance to hit him, or you can just attack multiple times and I'll let you, it'll increase the difficulty, but if you mm-hmm. succeed, you can do damage multiple times. I'm gonna, this is not a uh, an aimed attack. I think it's definitely just wailing at him. Okay. So it's going to increase the difficulty from two to three, but mm-hmm. if you succeed, you're going to really fuck him up. That's the goal. Uh, okay. You get to roll whenever. Yep. Okay. Brawl again. Yep. Brawl. Okay. Nice. Damn. Woo. Fuck him up. Okay. Beat the shit out of that doctor. So you do, you do take some stress, but at this point uh, you're just running on rage at this point. So it's not that big yeah. a deal. Stress uh, seems normal. You do. It's, so it's you hit him twice, um, you get uh, so it does three damage base, but then plus one because you've got an extra s- success there. So it's four damage twice, um, and each one's also doing four radiation damage to him. Damn. Okay. Because essentially your essentially your damage is double because you're yeah. Because I think it's let me check the glowing template again. Because is it your Bernie blister stuff? Oh, what is your willpower? Ooh, um, good question. It is. Two. Two. Okay. So it's not double damage. It's going to add two to all of your attacks. Basically, you, you do okay. two r- r- rad damage per attack. So you're going to do, it's a four damage hit, and then two damage radiation, and then another four damage hit, and then another two damage radiation. Okay. So the radiation is going to go straight through all of his, you know, brawn because it's radiation damage. Um, as, and as then one does when you're a radioactive four damage particle. Hits, each of those are reduced. Minus another two. Okay. So this, this dude is very battered and beaten, and like, you, he just looks sickly. Like he you're beating him, but he looks like he's dying mostly due to radiation. And as a cool. ghoul with a lot of experience with radiation, this guy, he's pretty, he's pretty much on death's door, but just from being sick. And he's like, coffee, yeah. <coughs> just stop. I, I tried. I, I just Blister wanted to help burning. And huh. yeah, he's like coughing up blood and like this. Yeah. He's just, he's sickly and he's, he's doing bad. Man, um, it is an NPC's turn, so I'm going to have the ghoul attack Mr. Sully. So I think he's going to do the exact same thing against you. He's just going to claw at you a couple times. 
So uh, he is going to do... Uh, he's got one yellow, one green versus three purple. And I'm going to upgrade it because you guys need some story points uh, right. back. Right. So there you go. Enjoy the story point. Uh, and we'll upgrade that and roll. So that was one six. Wow. In three purples, he rolled no. Okay. So he hits you and then four stress. So the four or the fourth threat is going to, uh, on whatever you do next to this thing, he essentially has to go like all out and rage rage out at you uh-huh. and he hits you he hits you for uh one two three uh four points of damage before you're brawn so does that even damage you well, i don't know what your brawn brawn is. My soak your soak sorry my soak is five your soak is five okay so he he goes all out claws at you does oh sorry no it's not it's sorry it's six damage so you take you take one point of damage sorry ah. i looked at the wrong thing They've, he's got actual claws, claws instead of just fists like Midge. Right. Uh, so he claws at you. He does a point of damage after your soak. Um, this guy is not glowing, so you don't take any radiation penalties. Uh, but uh, when he does this, he like has to go like all out rage uh, and like he trips himself. And effectively, he's going to give you a, a blue dice, whatever you do next to him. Cool. And that is his turn. Uh, that on the doctor's turn, I think he's just going to run. Yeah, he's, he's just in pain and he's he's running. Uh, what I will let you do, it's not a rule in Genesis, but it's a fun rule from D&D. If you want to take an opportunity attack because he like balls out, like runs out of there, I will let you do that because he's like in your clutches. Essentially, actually, no, you grabbed him. No, he's got He's got to break free. Never mind. Yeah, he can't run. Because were you grabbing him and clawing him? Like you grab one hand and claw to the other, right? Or how how are you how are you actually hitting him? I guess is my question. Midge. Oh, uh, with a fist. So you were, you were just punching him? Okay, yeah, just punching. So if, him. yeah, if you, if you were just punching him, yeah, he he goes to run away. When he does that, I will let you make another brawl attack against him as an opportunity attack because he's 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 very sickly and he's not running cleanly. He's just running, yeah. you know, all out. Uh, uh yes i will do that bam except for can i like kick him instead yeah sure yeah just, it, like, narr- narratively whatever makes sense yeah to, just to trip him on his way out yep makes sense okay. what is that still brawl yeah brawl yeah okay Ooh. so yeah he you try to kick him and i think he's just too oh. like spry and he's like uh and he's just scared and he runs and he i think he he gets to the door and he opens the door and he's like looking back at you guys. And that is his turn. Uh, I think we're going to do one more turn and then we're going to take a break. So, uh, Sully, you're up. So this creature is on you, but the doctor is escaping. What do you do? So Keith or the monster doctor. (laughs) He's on the ground, right? Uh, yeah, the, the, Cool. Next year, yeah, he's on the ground. Can I throw Keith at the doctor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! I love you throwing things. Oh yeah, you definitely can do that. All right, let's let's do it. <laughs> let's uh, see what happens. I will say it is a slightly because you're throwing. It's a decent ways away. I'm gonna give you a black dice because that's kind of awkward. Right. Who cares? Um, but because he's on the ground, you still have that blue dice. Right. And I'm gonna aim Keith. Throw that um, cool. I love the idea of you picking up Keith and doing that, like holding it up to the eye and be like, uh, 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 okay. 
Good. Hoof. Good. Uh, so that'll give you another blue dice. Cool. Uh, so I've got it set up on my end if you want to roll it. And that's a athletics check? Uh, athletics, unless there's something else that you think makes more sense. Um, it's either that or brawl. I... I'll let you roll either one. What would you say ranged heavy? I know <laughs> he's not that heavy. Damn it. <laughs> He's also uh, not aerodynamic enough. That's, that's <laughs> fair. Uh, so rain, brawl, I think. Uh, came yeah, down. either brawl athletics, whatever makes more sense. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, we're brawl. Brawl seems meatier. That's like a bar fight move. Right. Looky there. Nice. Okay. Um, so let's say you will do. Uh, how about this? What's the brawn of the ghoul plus one? Isn't that the damage you do? Um, the ghouls, feral ghoul roamer, brawn of three plus one from your success. Okay. So you do four, four damage to him. Good. Uh, so he takes, he only takes a point of damage, but he's already very close to death. Uh, so yeah. And I think at that, it also trips him up. So he falls on the ground with this ghoul on top of him. Who I'm sure is not very happy about anything right now. Yeah. No, right. The, this ghoul has been, th- you know, just people he, just keep he getting needs thrown. a nap. Uh, yeah. I think. No shooting. So, <laughs> and I, and I, I think I think we'll this final shot will be like we we like see Sully do that aim shot and then he throws it and then the camera follows Keith as he just like lands on the doctor and pins him to the ground and then you, and there's just like growling as uh, we cut to black and we will be right back to see uh, the outcome of this uh, doctor room brawl. Good. So. you know, fades back in on this ghoul landing on top of Dr. Uh, Deva. Uh, and that essentially is the end of the round. So one of you guys can go. What do you do? There's only really one door to this place. Yeah. Um, now there's a window if you guys just want to say fuck it and get out the window. Uh, but also, Midge, you're in like this like in yeah. heightened level of like, yeah, um, you're not taking damage from it yet, uh, but it is something. That's okay. for sure. Uh, I think Midge, so takes a couple of seconds. Is the process like changing at all? Like, is it like coming to an end or is it like, so like she's like fully transitioned into like a glowing one full out, right? But is she like still like in agonizing pain or like what's the, what's the deal with like the chemical process? And did all of it end up getting like the whole syringe? So he got probably two thirds of it. Okay. Um, there's a lot of there. So he got a good chunk of it in you. Um, and what's the best way to put it? It, it is not getting worse. You are not taking like damage from, but you're at this mm-hmm. like 
at all times you're just like feeling it and it mm-hmm. it's not even really physical anymore it's more of like a mental like ah like just buzz like yeah extreme yeah but, but to an absolute extreme okay and it's there at all times no matter what uh so you guys again you could try to leave but you also know that if there's any way to undo this potentially this is the place to do it yeah um also i'm sure uh the rest of town is not going to be super happy with uh with their doctor being yeah. potentially killed. Not well. I mean, yeah. And the glowing one walking around town is probably not going to be super. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Glowing. There's never been a non-feral glowing one. So, and, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. And on, on the physical on the physical end, uh, you definitely. It's not like your entire body is like glowing bright green yet. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely like on your like hands. And then like like anything that's like. uh like a surface, like your eyes a little bit, your ears a little bit, like any, any, mm-hmm. you know, orifice is just like where it's or like anywhere where the skin's a bit thinner. It's just sort of like glowing a, a light green. Cool. Uh, all right. Uh, so Midge is going to go over it. The doctor's dead or dying, right? Uh, he's on death's door. He's not dead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. She's but he, he's go- like, he's still, he's still struggling as his creatures on top of him. But again, the creature is on top of him. Cool. Uh, so this is going to make this extra great. She's going to go over and kick him in the stomach. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, roll me a brawl check. <laughs> See if it actually kills him. And I'm going to give you, um, you don't have a black dice. Uh, I'll give you a blue because he's uh, being grappled by Keith. Oh, yeah. Shit. I forgot about Keith. Uh, okay. I hit roll. You did? Yes, I did. <laughs> don't I, know if I it's going to do anything. Oh, okay. Did it just not oh, make no, noise? That, no, that's me. that's that's Sully's. Um, womp womp. Oh man, this this. Yep. Oh, hey, there it went. There. But it went after I got rid of the purples. Okay, let me add the two purples and the blue, and then I'll roll that manually. Um, wow. Okay. So uh, you got a net of two successes and one advantage. Bam. So what is your brawn? Two, I think. Two. Okay. So you do. Uh, three damage to him, um, lowered by his. So you, he, you do a, a little bit of damage. I mean, I didn't even want to do damage. I just wanted to kick him. Uh, and yeah, are I guess he had, so this wouldn't really, you're not going to do radiation damage to him because you're just kicking Mm-mm. him. Um, so yeah, you, you, you give him a, give him a kick. Uh, and then what else do you do? Uh, is Keith reacting to me at all? Uh, Keith is trying to eat the doctor. Mm, he's like on or even like he's like like got like fangs bared and he's he's ready to devour this man so i'm gonna just kind of take a take a uh total risk here so i think she just kind of walks over and like puts puts a a hand on keith's shoulder like she's done a couple of times before and i think she just kind of is like okay buddy hi how you doing it's okay we're gonna be okay buddy and just yeah see what happens Okay. I think I think she's kind of deluded herself into thinking that Keith. Yeah. He's fine. Roll, roll me a charm check. <laughs> Good. Um. It's gonna be difficult. No, no, no. Keith loves me. Don't worry about it. <sighs> okay. So you failed because <laughs> it was a difficulty five, damn near impossible. Uh, but you failed to charm him. But at this point. I'm gonna have him. I'm gonna roll a d100. Um, unless this rolls really, really, really high, he doesn't care about you, and he's ready for his next meal. He's hungry. Damn. Uh, 
I swear, I'm roll I'm not rolling a D like, you know, a D twenty plus eighty. I swear I'm actually rolling a D one hundred every time. It just happens to always be in the like nineties. Uh so I, th- I think he, he looks up at you and just sort of sort of snarls and like pushes down the doctor. Uh cool. And I think it just kind of makes sense that uh well he he claws. Um so he's gonna claw at you for the first time, I think, in the entire fight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he claws at you. Um, but before, actually, sorry. One of the, one last thing before that happens. At the end of your turn, I need you to roll me a uh, discipline check. Oh, fair. Uh, okay. Um. Okay, rolling it. And we stop for dramatic emphasis. Yep. This is where the... Uh, this game hates us. I did hit it twice, so maybe that's going to help? Question mark? Man. <laughs> roll 20 I do physically have Genesis dice. Should I just roll those? Uh, oh, yeah. Just do... Yeah, if you've got Genesis dice, yeah. If you, if you have them handy, that would actually oh, be super I helpful. Have them handy. Handy would be... Uh, yeah, give me a second. I'm sending a Okay. Runner. And we vamp. Yep. Um, I'm going to real quick go ahead and refresh this dice roller as well because it's being something. We can fix it in post, right, guys? Yeah. Uh, see, you say that. We're going to And then Paul, Paul will be sitting in his chair and then he will just give us a hearty laugh. Mm-hmm. Oh, no yeah. it, but Paul will laugh. His uh, new dad ears are tingling. Right. Yeah. Somewhere in the, in the ether. Soon enough, they'll be changing the thermostat on me. Okay. I finished converting tokens to tags. Okay. Let's try this again. I think in future games, we may need to find something other than roll 20 or some way to roll these things digitally because yeah. this is, it's failed like five times tonight and it shouldn't be doing that. Uh, um, so I, I know think their API is acting them. funky. Sophie's dice on Steam, uh, you can make little pug dice. So I think that was a great $5 <laughs> spent. So I'm sure you could make Genesis. Anyway, okay. So what am I rolling? Yeah. I have physical. Um, so you're making a discipline check. Okay. Uh, okay. So uh, what Against is your. Anything? Uh, two purple dice. Oh, okay, so that's two purple, and then my discipline is, uh, it's a career scale, so it's two green. Two green? Okay. And you, have, you don't have any ranks in it? No. Okay, so yeah, just two green. All right, so that is, for those of you who aren't physically in front of me, two successes, one uh, failure, and two threat. So net that's success. The, that's the, that's the, so net one success? Yeah. And one threat? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So you are, you're you good. Nothing happens. Oh, um, that is good or bad, possibly. Right. Carry on. <laughs> ominous. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this creature is now going to claw at you with his claws. Uh, it'll be one yellow, two green. Yeah, I guess he's not even really a ghoul anymore. Uh, he's a ghoul thing, yeah, and, and that's the thing is he's a he's he looks like a human, but he's acting like a ghoul. But like a weird. And that's the one. problem is I don't have a like a naked human token, um, and I did not want to Google. No, naked that's human. 
Not that's fair. That's, yeah, no, not not not, not what I want to pull into the Demon and Dragons. Uh, there's a yeah, there's a lot of lists I think that you end up on. Yeah, naked, fleshless. Oh uh, yeah, nope, yeah. that's bad. Nope, big old nope to that one. Uh, boom, swing that. Uh, wow, three successes. So that's gonna be eight damage before your wound thresh or your soak value. Cool. And what's your uh, soak? Good question. It's three. Three. Okay, so you take five points of damage as this as this guy just claws into you. Keith. Bad boy. Keith. Not that enough. hurts people. And that is his turn. Got to rub his uh, nose in it like a puppy. Yeah. Although I think that's been like widely disproven. You're not supposed to do that. It's been a while uh, since I've had a puppy. I, yeah, I, I feel like I've heard that too. Okay. Uh, the doctor is going to try to escape. Uh, but he's currently being like, one hand is, you know, he's being kind of held down by Keith. And, you know, while Keith is also attacking, the Keith is essentially fighting both of you at this point. He's holding down his next food while clawing you with his off Yum. hand. Uh, so he's going to roll this to see if he can escape. And he, would he never fails escape to escape. Us. No. So, yeah, he's, he's like trying to struggle. And at this point, he's almost, you know, like he's still pretty sickly and near death. Uh, but he, he's, he fails to escape. Uh, Sully, you're up. So, there's only one door, right? Uh, yes, yeah, just the one door that they're pretty much standing at. Okay. I think uh, he levels one of his laser rifles at Keith. No, Keith! You know, it takes time to aim. Oh. And uh, goes for the shot. Okay. Uh, it's going to be difficulty two, right? You're at medium range? Yeah. Yep. Uh, you said you're aiming, right? Yep. Okay. I've got those dice set up. All right. Here we go. Hopefully it works. Look at Damn. that. Damn. Got him. Oh, so that no. is one, two, three, four, four hits and a crit and two advantage. You want to know what the crit um, rating on that weapon is? No, uh, my baby. I've grown so attached. <laughs> yeah, what what is the crit rating? Three. Okay. So if you want, uh you can use that critical in general to um buh, buh, buh. you can basically do any of the things. Um so if you want to do something vital, upgrade upgrade something, do bonus damage, it kind of depends on what what it is you wanting to do. Uh, but yeah, what, what is the good? Because first off, what's the base damage of the attack? Eight. The base is eight? Yeah. And then you've got an extra <laughs> four Oops. successes, so that's 12 damage before the crit. Yeah. Oh, what no. What do you want the crit to do? So here's what I'm thinking. Is we need to get out, right? Yep. And I'm thinking the laser bolt, like, it hits him. But the crit is he actually blasts out part of the door frame and the door frame falls in on the doctor and Keith. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. I love it. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, with that much damage, yeah, I'll let you do that. So ha. first up, first things first you do, it's eight, 12 damage before his brawn or before his uh, soak. 
So he's got a soak of that. So he takes 12. So he takes seven points of damage. So he is immediately, he hasn't been hit yet this fight, and he's immediately bloodied. And then the door falls on the two of them. Um, I'm just going to have them both make a resilience check. So the ghoul is rolling uh, three green dice. Um, I'm going to call it difficulty two purple. So boom. Yeah, he's strong. Uh, The other guy, not so strong. He fails. So uh, the doctor is going to take an extra four points of damage. Wow, he has that many left? Uh, No, he's dead. No, he's (laughs) he's definitely dead. Uh, So I think... uh, So Keith, like, steps to the side and, like, pushes the door down. And when he pushes the door down, I'm making visual things in my room, and I'm realizing that literally no one can see me. It's just for me. Uh, He pushes the door down, and it gets pushed down even further, and the doctor just goes squish. Nice. Mm. Um, Get some of his own squishy medicine. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then uh, the ghoul just sort of, like, looks at the... looks. I think at this point he's looking at Sully, for sure. Sully just shot the ever-living shit out of him. Right. Uh, And it's one of... Uh, you guys are doing so it's new new initiative. So if you want to just take another shot, you could. You have an idea, Midge. If not, I'm taking it. Yeah, I'll take the shot. All right, uh, aiming again, and be like, "Well, sorry, Keith, you're just another meat bag." I if there was ever a time to upgrade a, a check, I feel like now is the time, right? Right. Okay. Uh so you're you're upgrading. So I think I want to upgrade too. So yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's both upgrade. Okay, we're both upgrading. So it, it, it's a no, nothing, but it means that, uh, yeah, we'll do some fun stuff. Okay, roll it up. All right, here we go. Don't do this to me, real funny. <laughs> I need, I need results. Uh, all right, Monica, you got your dice. Yeah. What am I okay. Um, what, what is it that you've got for your, uh, your check, Sully? So let's see. I got a blue for oh oh there it goes. Oh, there it, goes. it was okay. it was slow. Um, with all of those with all of those dice, you still wow. only got a success. Well, you got two successes two, two and an advantage. Successes. So it's eight plus one is nine damage, right? Yep. Um, so nine minus five is four. four. Yep. Okay, so he is on death's door. He takes another shot. He growls at you. And I think that's in your turn, right? You aimed and shot. Yep. I think he charges you. Good. Uh, yeah, he charges the crap out of you. It's and so hard. Go, goes to claw you. Um, definitely going to be upgrading this check. And boom, boom, boom. Rolling. Yeah, he, he just runs at you like both claws wide. And just at this point, he just dives at you and like tries to put his hands into your television screen. No, not my CRT. And he hits you for seven points of damage. Was that with soak? Oh, uh, that's before your soak. So uh, two. if you've got soak, you take two. <laughs> You're such a tank. Ah. There's like a tang noise and it, like kind of maybe thinks about scratching. Uh, and Midge, you're up. Uh, 
Is Midge armed? Good lord. I don't even know. Left and right. Yeah, I think uh, Midge goes to grab. He's, does he still have any of his chains hanging off of him? Off of... Oh, no. It has, no, they're all like... Oh. They were all basically destroyed at the table. I think uh, Midge goes to... I, well, I think she's she's still got all of her science equipment, so I think she's got a scalpel on her. I think Ooh. she just kind of pulls it and then moves to uh, do a quick stab of the the neck to see if nice okay. comes out of it. So okay, cool. Let me pull up. What is that? That's. I feel like I I started out ha- like thinking that I would use these as weapons, and then we just avoided fighting. Uh, that would be costs. a melee roll. Yeah. Which you are really good at. (laughs) Never used it, but sure. You've never used it, but it's, you know, it's on point. So three. Uh, Okay. I'm going to go ahead and roll it. Yeah, you should be good to use the dice rolling game. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and roll it physically uh, because that Ah, didn't work. Oh, nope, nope. Just kidding. As soon as I say it didn't work. Ta-da. See, that's the thing. You just need to be ready to roll dice and and roll turn. It's like, no, bitch. You can roll on my system. And then it's yours. Okay. Uh, so that is two successes and two threat. Uh, what's the damage on that uh, weapon? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm going to check for you. It um, is... Damage of three. Yeah. So three plus one is four. Um, good job. Is it really only three? That seems really low. I mean, it is just a little stabby thing. Yeah, I guess that is true. Um, so... Uh, but the oh, it's got Pierce. That's the important thing. Mm. Pierce ignores uh, his armor. So, uh, wow. Um, he's got three health, and you did three damage and ignore his uh, brawn. So you come so up. Poetic. and yeah, how, how, how do you do this? You you kill him. What does it look like? Is it like the slitting of the throat, stab directly into nope, the neck? It's, and- yeah, it's a stab directly to the neck. So I think uh, he's kind of lunging. Uh, He's kind of mid lunge at uh at Sully, and I think there's kind and of. And do you moment. say anything before doing this? Oh or? hell yeah! So yeah. she kind of stands stands back, and she you know as he's kind of trying to to so he just failed this lunge, and I think uh Midge just and, and there's still probably there. like bits and pieces of him kind of all over the room because like he's already like fallen apart. He's oh, got yeah. shot a couple times, and he's got these like really weird burn marks where it's human flesh, but underneath is like this like nasty looking like Super, dead shit yeah. underneath. Super it's gross. so weird. And like, yeah, this is a disgusting fight. This is and a anyone mess. that walks in here in like two hours is gonna be like, what the fuck happened to the doctor? This is this is a truly horrifying scenario for all involved. Yeah. I think it's fair to say. Yes. So Midge just kind of sits there or she stands there and she kind of sighs and takes a deep breath. And she's like, you know what, Sully? And then she she kind of, you know, does like a nice forward shank into the neck, which, you know, like he the he kind of gurgles and then like falls over, kind of clutching at his neck while he dies. And then and he's like gasping. Yeah, just really gross. And she's like, you know what, Sully? I think I've and, had and, enough and w- science today. Yeah, when he falls, it's a mix because like he's still got the like the blood from his skin, but then there's just like nasty like necrotic like, like ooze fluids. and it's it's this yeah this gross combination of like both biotic fluids and then just like dead like liquids pulling out of his grave coming out of his neck and like the again he's still got like the skin is very weak in various places and he just like it's just this gross pile. 
as he like slumps down to the ground. You know, there's a few seconds of him like gurgling, but then it, it quickly yeah. passes because definitely you, 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 you it wasn't like a it was a scalpel. It was a very clean blow that like yeah. hit him, cut him, pulled out, and then he was gone. Basically, a super intense like needle, yep. just like exactly right, right in the neck. Like, yeah, Sully, fucking done with science today. Uh, roll me a resilience check. Mm-hmm. And roll or sorry, not resilience, d- discipline, discipline. Roll twenty in case you're listening. I do have physical dice that I'm ready to roll. Ready to replace uh, you like that. Discipline, you said. Yes. Skills. And also, I just want to point out, I inadvertently upgraded the dice on that last check against you, and you still succeeded. Ha. That red dice wasn't supposed to be nice. there. That was my fuck up. So good shit. Hit right. There it goes. Uh-uh. Failure. Okay. Uh, you take a point of stress. Uh, fair. Or strain or whatever it is. I uh, I think that that is. And this point. isn't this isn't from killing uh, him. It's just from the constant pain. Um, cool. The the fight subsides, and. This pain is not going away. Oh, it is a that constant, sucks. It is, it is a constant thing. It is now essentially a part of you. Um, you can leave, but effectively, like, you're constantly going to be trying to not go crazy. Awesome. Because uh, it's just, it's going and going and going. I so what do, you, what do you do? So I, so things settle down, and I think, what happens is Midge kind of takes a second, realizes, like, kind of starts to take in, like, the full ramifications of, like, an eternity in constant pain going on as she is. And she's like, nope, that sounds like a bad thing. And she goes straight to the desk. Uh, okay. And she, like, starts. And there is still one of those syringes left that you've got in your pocket. Yeah. Does you it look any different? Uh, it's the same as the other ones. Same as the other ones. But one. you could try to re- you could try to do some like research on it. Yeah. Um, because you've got that one, and then there's the one that's on the ground that's like a third full of the other of the second big syringe that was partially injected into you. Cool. So she's gonna grab for his notebook or his notes, uh, and like she scoops them all into her pocket, and then his notes, uh, and scoops those into her pocket of her lab coat, which I guess she's still wearing. And so at this point, the lab coat is just, just covered in gore. blood, like ghoul parts, and like it's it is a very well used lab coat, awesome. even though it was fresh an hour ago. Super into it, uh, yeah. So she she kind of takes all of that and like anything useful that she can find, and she looks at Sully, uh, and she's like, "Well, uh, I guess we've still got a." got a journey to finish up. I still guess we got to go west at some point. I suppose we do. Seems like now is good a time as ever. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm guessing the uh townsfolk uh are not going to be happy when they find this. So, we should probably get the hell out of here. <laughs> do we want to hide our tracks by burning a building down or just leave it as is? Maybe maybe leave it as is might be a little more subtle. Yeah, yeah, let's leave it. Let's uh let's uh see how they I mean, I guess we don't want to do any favors to the stupid doctor. I mean, people right. should come to their own conclusions about what kind of weird shit he was up to. That's fair. I mean, the doctor was killed by his door, but there's like a half ghoul. Like, yeah, I don't even know what scene. that adds up yeah. to. Like, there's yeah. like and five people. No one people's... coming in here would know. No one would know what the fuck went on here. Right. Other than I think a few people guided you guys here a 
day yeah. or so ago. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. They liked us. Yeah. It was the theater troupe, I remember. Yep. The theater troupe. Uh, so, yeah, no. So I think she, she just kind of uh, looks at Sully and like steps out of the way of the hole that was the door. And she just kind of makes a gesture like, after you, buddy, let's get the fuck out. All right, let's head to somewhere without this snow shit. Yeah. Let's, yeah, less science next time. Right. So you guys head to, uh, what, 35? Yeah. Out, so out, head, take the, head, the, head to the nearest highway that's not destroyed to get the fuck the out the of interstate. town. Right. And yeah, you just start walking down the highway. Along 235. Um, what, what is, oh, 235, yeah. Uh, what is your long-term goal to get rid of this? Well, I think because like eventually, essentially, mechanically, the way this would work is I'm not going to make you roll every six seconds. I mm-hmm. would have you roll for a couple. Like I would have you roll for a couple of days of travel, mm-hmm. and if you roll per day, it's going to be a much more significant amount of stress, and you're not mm-hmm. going to get stressed back for resting because you're in this constant state of pain. If yeah. your strain goes down to zero, that is when you turn feral. So I do you have a long-term goal or are you just going to ride this thing out? Well, long-term goal is to probably look through the notes and the serum and the notes that uh, Midge took while she was watching the whole thing play out. So long-term goal is probably to see what she can do to recreate some sort of antidote or at least kind of recreate some sort of, I don't know, stopgap uh, process. Uh, and then I think she's also probably just going to start taking a shit ton of chems and see what okay, that sounds does. Good. Um, so it's going to take you guys probably two or three days to like get through town because it's, you know, it's, it's still a big place when you're walking on foot. Walking. Right. Um, so what I'm going to have you do is, I guess, first off, what chems do you have that you're taking? Uh, I think I want to start with all of them. I think I just have a handful. <laughs> specifically. I think she's just going to start continue. I mean, she said she's done with science, but I think just start like start with some uh, medics uh-huh. uh, and then just go down the list like every 15 minutes, just adding something else. Okay. Yeah. I see that you've got two things of medics, three things of mintats, a thing of psycho. Two things of jet, a thing of radex. Wow, okay, actually, cool. yeah, I want to start uh, with the radex somewhere in that cocktail. Added like second or third to the list. Okay, so you can do like radex and medex to like help you just res- sure, resilient yeah. at the beginning. Okay, so start with that. Um, roll me up a general resilience check. I just want to see uh, no mm-hmm. difficulty. Yeah. Um, I need to modify it on my end. Uh, clear that out. Okay, uh, you are good. Okay. I just want to see how effective this is for you. Three successes. That's pretty good. good. So uh, the first a few hours uh, throughout, you know, traveling through this first bit of town, uh, you're able to stand strong and steady. Um, you get to probably where it's time to rest for the night. And uh, we roll me up a medicine check. And I'm, I'm assuming before you take this medicine check, you're going to take up a couple doses of Mendats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and get my, my notebook out to like fully take notes. Yep. Okay. Um, so real quick. Wait, wait, before do she know? does that, though, uh, I think she's yeah. going to... Uh, does Sully have any kind of, like, recorder uh, on built into his his mechanics oh, that, anywhere? That makes a lot of sense, unless you think otherwise, Sully. No, no. no hold on. You hear the sign. Kink, kink, kink. Hey, there we go. Found it. And then you see, like, the avatar turn to, like, an old-timey movie camera with the film reels on top. Adorable. 
Uh, yeah, so she's definitely gonna like, okay, like settle herself in front of uh, Sully and be like, okay, get this down. We can use this later for science. This is way more efficient than writing this down. <laughs> well, I mean, partially done. Like maybe like a little bit done, but not all the way done. Hmm. Anyways, just, just record this. All and right, all she, right. So she's gonna go through the process of of note taking using Sully as a as a uh, notating device. Okay. So uh, roll me a medicine check, and you've got a bonus to it because you've been taking Sweet. the mentats. And how many mentats have you taken? We'll start with one. Start with one. Okay. It'll give you a plus one green, but then you may have you may become addicted to it. So roll me that up. Damn. Well, that was a difficulty three. You rolled four uh, successes and a crit. Uh, okay. So science. So, so much okay. Um, you you know exact. I mean, yeah, you know exactly what it takes to cure you of this. Uh, so what you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to find something that you can essentially ne- negate or remove all of the radiation from you, or something you can pump the radiation into to mm-hmm. get rid of this stuff. Cool. Um, roll me a knowledge or. Is it is streetwise the thing? Yeah, roll me a streetwise check. Either one of you. I don't, I don't care who. Uh oh, she is not uh, a streetwise talker. Uh, Sully, did you roll as well? Yeah, I'll get in on that. And it should have been only two purples, but you still uh, you failed. But Sully, <laughs> Sully knows of a factory in town somewhere that would have essentially a generator uh, that would have a bunch of like old empty used up uh, devices that you would be able to like use as a thing to like take the energy in. Right. Uh, so let's head over that way. So I I think we're going to sort of like fast forward through these next couple of scenes. Okay. Okay. So you, you find your, you find your guys's way to this factory that Sully led you to. You're like, Oh, you saw it from the distance. I know what that is. That's a, uh, Rob Tech, what's the name of the Robco? Oh. Robco, Robco, yeah, Robco. yeah. yeah. Nice. it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, a Robco factory in downtown Des Moines. Um, as you guys get closer to downtown before you get to the other side, right. there's a Rob Robco factory in downtown Des Moines, and in there would be a bunch of these various things that you could, you know, they would be burnt out energy cells that you could then focus your uh stuff into. So, Midge, I'm gonna have you roll me two things. Well, okay. First, you're going to roll me a resilience check to see if you go crazy today. Secondly, I'm going to have you roll me a toughness check to see how well you can do the act of like expelling this energy. And then third, you're going to roll me a second discipline check to see if you become a drug addict. So discipline, okay. resilience, discipline. Yeah. Uh, so first, to see if you uh, go a little bit crazy today. Discipline. Stopping for dramatic effect. Uh, well, yeah, that and I just can't find it. So, boom, success. Okay, so you you hold strong. This is you know at this point you've gone a day and a half, two days of just constant pain and suffering, but you you're getting a little bit used to it. It's not yeah numbing out, but you, you're getting used to it. Yep. Uh, next up is going to be a check to just like expel this energy into something, <clears throat> and you spend. And this is quite literally, you've got like a bunch of these ener- like dead nuclear cores and you just spend mm-hmm. hours just like focusing your hand and like expelling every point of radiation you can. I imagine, this yeah, this is very Kung Fu movie. Like, Yes, oh, 100%. Okay, all right. You're focusing your chi, except your chi is literal radiation. 
Yep. I'm into it. I'm a superhero doctor now. Yeah. Uh, remind me yeah. what that was. Uh, that one is going to be a resilience check. Okay. And all of these are hard checks, so it's three purple. Okay. Oh. Damn. Two successes and a disadvantage. Okay. God damn, so, yes. Um, oh, and for the last check as well, uh, you, yeah, so uh, gain a point of stress. Actually, no, two points of stress, because this one, this yeah, one's fair. like very taxing on you. Um, but you are ex- you expel a bunch of these uh, energies. Um, so yeah, you, you spend probably a day just expelling this energy Staring into this factory. At a it little... takes a while. Yeah, and like it's not a thing. You like you like take this thing, fill it up, and then it's like to the brim of like just pure radiation nastiness. You probably give it to Sully. He takes it out to the trash. You grab another one, <laughs> focus it. Slowly growing make... pile outside the factory. Yes. Exactly. Like this, and no one can come in here because you have just fucked this place up forever. Uh, but yeah, you spend a day doing this, and it it works. You near near the end of the day, the the like the screaming buzz in the back of your head goes away. Roll me one last discipline check to okay. see if all the drugs you've taken for the past couple of days has like fucked you up internally. I mean, it's and I'm gonna upgrade this one. 200 billion years so far to to make it work. So, what's it upgrading to? Uh, I'm upgrading uh, the one of the purple dice into a red. Okay. And we're rolling. Ooh. Well, okay. You got zero successes, zero failures. You could you could use a story point to buy a success if you want to succeed on this. I am absolutely buying a story point. Okay. So you, you spend a story point to buy a single success to make it a successful role. And I think in the back of your head, you sort of like see a vision of you turning into a drug addict. And then you just, you deny, you're like, no, that's not what I'm doing. That's not going to be my future. I'm going to move on and be, you know, a person and like not Mm -hmm. be fucked up. And like, you just, you want to have control of your life. And there's, you see that like, it's very close. You think, you know, cause you get rid of this like constant pain in your head but then it almost got replaced by this separate pain, this like racking, this need of, you know, all the number of drugs you put in your body in the last couple of days. And you like, you quell it and like you, you focus down and like your mind is calm for the first time at this point, probably in four or five days. Okay. And you sit down and I think you get a night's sleep for the first time wow. in days. Um, and during all this time, Sully, what is, What's been up with you? I think, you know, he's been taking care of this, uh, you know, because uh, Midge is his access to towns. Mm-hmm. So there is a vested interest to make sure that she gets through this. But I think most of the time is like, ah, Midge, that was a meat meatbag <laughs> move. Thought you were above that usual meatbag stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Meatbag bullshit. So, yeah, she's always been this, like, perfect person and seeing her become weak go crazy a little bit, take a bunch of drugs. She suddenly became much more human, even though she's a right. ghoul and not a human. She's She suddenly was much more human than you probably have ever seen her. Right. Cool. I like it. Um, I'm going to roll a D100 just for fun. How? Christmas. How? Why? Okay, this will be fun. Um, so you wake up the next day. And there's 15 death claws. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Uh, so you wake up day, you, you like wake up and it's 
it's probably the best night's sleep mid you've ever had. Hell yeah. You, you you got some sleep. You woke up. You feel invigorated. You feel powerful. You feel ninja you know, alert. radiation superhero. Yes. Yeah. You 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 are you are golden. Um, and then what do you guys what do you guys do? Oh, you're up. Uh, can we uh, finally get out of this hellhole? Hell yeah. Let's fucking go. We are going to get the hell out of town. And we are going to fucking be on with our journey, having gained so much knowledge and experience. I think Midge is really excited to like be alive. Yeah, this, was, this was quite the life experience for you. Yeah. This was, there was a lot of science. Like, yeah, sure, there was some suffering. Oh, but like, nice. man, did we learn... Like the formula is still good. Like I think she's mm-hmm. got still a sample of it. So I mean, yeah, you you both have a sample and you know exactly how and it we works. Get a ton now of you notes. know it doesn't really work, but you know at least it kind of works. So yeah, you've there got is, all that both in your head and written down. Some science to to be followed here. So I think this is overall like after a good night's sleep, Midge is feeling way rosier about the whole oh, yeah. thing. We okay. we'll laugh about it eventually. All right. So you guys hop there. on the highway. And you start booking it out of town. Um, on your way out of town, you see a couple signs with a picture of Dr. Deva. And they say, do you know what happened to this man? Uh-oh. And you just get the fuck out. Yep. And I think at that, uh, the music starts to play, you know, again, more fallout. It's probably, it's that same song. Uh, it sure does get cold in Des Moines. Uh, yeah. It starts playing in the background. And, you know, and I think at this um the, the winter snow starts to melt a little bit as you guys hop on. You know, you guys, I say hop on the highways if you're driving. You, you get on the highway and you start walking your way out of town. And that is going to be the f- finale of Des Moines and Fallout. Woo! So that was, that was some good adventures we had in Des Moines. Yeah. On to, on to the next one. Yeah. So uh, what that means for you, the listener, is we will be back with Tidefall Season 2. Season uh, 2. It should be next month. We still need to start recording it, but uh, it should be coming soon. We will be back with Tidefall. We are we are going to the town of Tidefall. So it's a whole new uh, world. Be sure to. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be very different, I think. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, do and is it, do any of the, yeah, either of you guys have any closing thoughts on uh, Demon and Fallout? Or anything to say, or we uh, we did decide to do this before the apocalypse started happening, right? Yeah, I had that um, thought, and I'm like, wait a minute, why are we doing post apocalyptic Des Moines? That feels a little bit, a little bit on the nose, yeah. I, <laughs> I, yeah, I think it was it was right at it was at the very very beginning of COVID is when this started. It was like March, and we thought, oh, we'll be in quarantine for like a month. That was cute. So yeah, optimism. Yeah, it's it's been quite the summer slash fall now. Um, so yeah, uh, that was it was a fun little thing. But yeah, uh, Ted is like now that. Ted's had his kid and is now ready to get back into playing games. So we wanted to get the this important to a, things in life. Oh, right. exactly. Yeah, and kids they 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 raise themselves, but right. games they they got to be played. That's, you got to yeah, tell those cool good. stories. So, yeah, we will be back. Ted will be returning uh, as Flip, and we'll see, you know, Flip and Hera and Salt and the whole the whole gang will be back together. Well, mm-hmm. eventually together. Uh, Never. Yeah. Don't jinx it. Get the voice back out. <gasps> oh, God. I, I will say I'm playing another game where I'm playing a deeper voice person, and <laughs> the next day, I, my voice is shot every time. 
Because I'm playing this like little gnome asshole that just talks like, uh, it's horrible. And <laughs> it's great at the moment, but then the next day it's it's rough. Sacrifice so, for your good luck. craft. Yeah, right. good luck getting ready for uh, for salt. But yeah, we will be back. Uh, hopefully, it should be should be next month, which I believe is either January or February. Right. So uh, coming from us, October, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, it's, there's yeah. a lot that could happen between. I don't know that. There, yeah, us there from is. the future, man. Uh, man, that, that election, huh? Right? You know, it, the results. That ah, went well, ooh. huh? That it went. It went great. Uh, I hope huh. that uh, huh. democracy that's still a thing yeah uh, hopefully war mm-hmm. never changes I will changes. say if, if the world ends before this Once comes out good Dr. Midge um, and Sully got luck. out of the town of Des Moines <laughs> yeah. and don't go stabbing it out with <laughs> random chemical <laughs> Presumably, yeah. we learned something today and it's Colorado yeah. Always, always get consent it. for your medical experiments. Who knows? And, uh, <laughs> Maybe don't trust the pool. The yeah, especially one's name Keith. Drug concoction. Yeah, fucking yep. Keith. She received from right. I trusted him. Or maybe Sully <sighs> was taken in by some Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I know it was a little mini adventure while Ted was having his kid, but uh, we wanted to do something it. fun and enjoyable, and maybe apparently we're the people that enjoy playing apocalypses. So, yeah. and here we yeah. are. Maybe Stay tuned. We'll be back. And yeah, keep listening. We're swallowed up by the wasteland. But if there is one thing for sure, that war never changes. Hey folks, it's Mr. Midwest here to sign off one final time. But before I bid you adieu and go frightfully into that good night, well, I have to admit, parting breaks my heart. But it is such sweet sorrow. However, before I go, I would be remiss if I didn't tell you about the music featured in today's podcast episode. The song is called Lonesome Road by the Underscore Orchestra from their album Table Dance. Make sure you check them out at their website, theunderscoreorchestra.com, and that's with a K instead of a C-H in orchestra. Check them out on MySpace or where we found them, freemusicarchive.org. And they are licensed by the Creative Commons Non-Commercial Share-Alike Clause. So, ladies and gentlemen... This has been Des Moines and Fallout, more importantly, presented to you by Des Moines and Dragons. Make sure you find them at Des Moines and Dragons.com, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Heck, come in, say hi. You might even find your way onto the Discord server. Or, heck, try some fan art. We'd love to see it. Come in, say hi, have fun. But like I said, this has been Mr. Midwest, signing off for one final time.